who's reading about the other. Uh... Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Denizens and Masters here with you tonight as we continue our adventures in Wildmont and the Menagerie Coast. And evidently, we are currently trapped on Darktoe um, through the shenanigans of all of those looking to, uh, well, come up with a plan on how to deal with an undead dragon that goes by the name of Scourge. So this should be interesting tonight. Uh, before we jump into our recap, uh, we will be short a player so far tonight. Asborn has not shown up yet, so Asborn will be uh, robotic this evening. Uh, with that, let's talk a little bit about schedules and what's going on. Uh, everything you need to know about us is down below. Uh, if you want to enter in the dice giveaway as well as the miniature giveaway, you have to join our Discord. We will be giving away dice tomorrow night for our premiere episode of The Descendants. Uh, so if you come and check us out Wednesday night, we'll be giving away that. Plus, we're getting awfully close to that 215 or 250 goal. Uh, I think we're at 183, but as soon as we hit 250, all of our followers that are following us, uh, we will pick randomly two followers that will get a redeemable digital key for D&D Beyond for either the Player's Handbook or the Dungeon Master's Guide. You um, know, kind of get some choice up to it uh, or up to the winners because if they already have it or, you know, I, I want to make sure that if they win it, I want, you know, that they can use it for something that they need. Everything you need to know um, about us is down below. Our Discord links, our socials, our tweets, our YouTubes. Um, I should have YouTube all caught up within the next week or so for a lot of our back issues and uh, back episodes. So hopefully, um, if you want to get caught up on a lot of our shows, uh, a lot of our back episodes can be found there for all of our different shows. We are... Taking a holiday, however, so we will not be doing a Thursday one-shot tomorrow. We will be shutting down the studio Thursday through Sunday. <clears throat> however, we will be running reruns the whole holiday weekend um, in anticipation of a fresh new schedule uh, next Monday. Uh, the plan is to take some time off. We've got a bunch of new studio equipment to install so that we can start bringing you live games. I've managed to finally scrounge up a camera. I'm looking to scrounge up a, a couple more. Um, but I've got Cesare coming in. Uh, he's one of our players, EMP Studios down below. He's also part of the General Adventuring Company. Uh, we are... Um, uh, we are looking to finally be live in studio by July 10th. Uh, the weekend of July 10th, which we are hoping to bring you uh, the Debtor's Gambit live from the studio on July 11th uh, with all the players except possibly even Jess. Uh, she may be coming in that weekend to visit family from Arizona, so she may be joining us as well. The plan is to have an early show on Sunday. Uh, we will have a brunch, and yes, we brunch, um, possibly mimosas, Bloody Marys, uh, you know, brunch uh, while we play uh, an episode of Debtor's Gambit in our freshly live studio. Um, I anticipate sound problems, camera problems, angle problems, dice falling on the floor, uh, ceiling tiles collapsing. That's guaranteed every time. Don't forget knocking the table. Knocking the table. Although we do now have the new beam above, the new rigging that I've 
uh, that I've no 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 concussions. We did measure high enough uh, to keep it uh, uh, keep it up slightly higher. So you know, um, so that when people bump the table, doesn't cause my camera to shake um, and stuff like that. So we're going to be re-rigging everything, rerunning all the power, uh, probably doing some additional lighting work. New bookcases will be going in. Um, yeah, it's going to be a busy four days. So hang in there with us. Uh, enjoy the four-day break. We'll be doing lots of reruns, and uh, we'll have a whole bunch of new uh, giveaway stuff for the month of July. We're going to be doing a lot of Fourth of July celebrations. It's my 50th birthday on July 10th, so we'll be doing some really fun giveaways for the month of July, uh, and hopefully playing some board games. We may even be testing out the studio before July 11th, um, hoping to get Ivar and Callista and anybody else uh, uh, local to us to kind of chill at the table and play a couple board games, test out our equipment, see how we're doing. Uh, other than that, uh, everything else you need to know is down below. Click on the links. Uh, if you can afford it, subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Um, if you cannot and you have Prime, let Jeff pay for it. So Jeff Bezos is happy to pay me to let you subscribe to me. Uh, so use your Prime to subscribe. That would be a great help. Uh, if you're not following, follow. That helps as well. Um, we are growing every time we stream, and we enjoy sharing our games with everybody. Uh, even if we weren't streaming, we'd still be playing. Uh, but we love to share these stories with you. Uh, share with you how we uh, do our Teach and Learn Discord. So if you're looking to join a fun uh, Discord where you can win things, learn about playing, play your own games uh, without the hassle of administering your own Discord. Come on over to ours. Information is down below. Uh, all of our episodes are up on Anchor, so if you want to listen while you clean or work or write or do anything, um, click on our uh, click on our links below for either our LinkedIn or um, our, our link tree, or uh, click on our. Uh, anchor podcast and that'll take you out to us but if you come over to our discord we have all of our links there as well so come check it out lots of fun well now let's recap you can see Mara is just nail biting with anticipation Sam is head wiggling like crazy as usual and Asborn and Oswald are frozen with anticipation <laughs> <laughs> so let's recap based on where we last left off. The team had fought the Storm Chasers has finally made it to Darktoe. Once here within Darktoe, they, well, they've made some new friends. Uh, they've also discovered that Scourge, the undead Hydra, has layered within the side of the cliffs that make up Darktoe. Darktoe Island is the city of Darkto. The city of Darkto is actually built into the side of the cliffs and above the massive bay uh, that sits at its base where all the ships come in. The creature has pretty much destroyed Darkto, made its lair here, and seems to be settling in for the long haul. The Storm Chasers have acquired information and equipment in hopes of dealing with this undead creature. Half their, the majority of their fleet is expected to rendezvous within the next three days. They have made um, connections with the Plank King and some of the other pirates 
that have survived the destruction of Darktoe, and there's expected to be more as the Plank King is doing his best to both gather resources and additional pirates to join the Storm Chasers in hopefully the eventual dealing with Scourge, however that's done. Our party split um, up after dealing with the T-Rexes that invaded the initial campsite. Half the party went to Darktoe to do some scouting, where they ran into some interesting flying creatures and uh, other fauna of the island. Uh, the other team, anticipating the imminent death of the other half of the team, began recruiting from the other pirates. Um, however, lack of pay, uh, no OSHA requirements, and uh, uh, you know, no employee protections, it seemed for the most part nobody wants to join Captain Tobias's crew as it was mistakenly understood. You don't actually get paid. Um, <laughs> with that, where we left off, however, was it was just getting to nightfall. The Tobias, Oswald, and Asborn back at the main camp with the other pirates, back with uh, uh, Samantha and um, I believe... Captain uh, Tolerand, um, and back with that particular group, going from day afternoon to early evening, whereas Sam, Mar, and Fire have camped out at the very edge of the ruin that has become known as Darktoe. As the evening progressed into their long watch, it was at some point during the watch that I believe it was Mara that you were. It was that during your watch. It was I think wasn't it during Sam's? Oh yeah, it was during Sam's. During Sam's watch, it would seem that the creature stirred as one of the massive heads came out of the strange kind of like darkened lair that it seems to be hiding in. Its massive head coming out, shifting. A blast of arcane energy shooting down into the bay, into some wreckage. A plume of explosion coming out of the area. And then watching as the head began to lower itself back in to the cavernous lair that it had um, come out of momentarily. This caused Sam to wake up both Mar and Fire, which allowed both Mar and Fire to see the creature as well. The three of you terrifying, terrifyingness. The three of you are now awake late into the evening, well beyond the you know, you know, <laughs> it's like two, three o'clock in the morning. All three of you are watching as this massive hydra head just recoils, kind of serpentine like, and disappears down into the massive lair. What would the three of you like to do since? That's where we left off at. After hyperventilating, trying to go back to sleep. Finish yeah. my long rest. Do I want to go back to sleep here? I mean, how, how does this hut work? It, like, if it came out again, like, can it get into the hut? If it casts Dispel Magic? I mean, it could step on us and we should be fine. I'm not sure how it holds up against that, you know, epic blast that it just shot into. Sure, the... sure. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it can't see us. Right. Okay. We look like a rock. 
Did we have the impression that it was like focusing its energy on or focusing like it was looking at us or we just uh, you don't even you don't need this. to make a check. It clearly based on Sam waking you and describing what she saw it something else got its attention and the full force of its attention and then it disappeared back down into the lair. Okay, and that's so when like, you didn't know we were here. Not no, there was no indication okay. that it knew you guys were there. Okay. Yeah, let's just finish our rest then and, and pack it up in the morning. Sam, are you yeah. muted? And then be like terrified. Yeah, you're muted, Sam. If you're talking, we can't hear you. Disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we're going to have to try and sneak out. Uh, because we can see. We don't want it to see us in the morning. Right. Well, back in the morning, everyone should have all their spells left. You can you can be invisible, and and Samara can like turn me into a like a bird or something, right? Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. be able to do all that stuff. So can we hear you, Sam? Out. <laughs> nope, still can't hear you. Is she still muted? It doesn't say no. she's muted. She doesn't say she's muted. No. Check problems. Yeah. Check problems. Hey, it's got to be something with Check your microphone. Problems. Check to see if your manual mute is on or if you're muted on your desktop somewhere. All right. Hold on while we try to figure out why Sam's microphone suddenly has decided not to work. Um. Did you double check your Discord settings just in case? Make sure it... a little gear down in the bottom of Discord. Yeah, yeah she checked that. Mm. Weird. Very emphatically nodding. I like right. that. Like Why don't we go to sleep while she works on that? If you want to check back in with the other group. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're gonna go Fair. back to sleep, and uh, we're gonna have Sam watch out for the. Because um, she was on the final. Yeah. She, um, was on she was on final watch. Final watch. Right. Yeah. So if it starts like creeping out yeah we're gonna we're gonna beat feet okay so tobias and oswald it's very late in the evening for the two of you asborn has already retired for the evening uh she has built her tent and disappeared inside of her tent uh pretty much leaving the two of you to do whatever you want late into the evening before taking your long rest what would the two of you like to do I'm gonna mess around with the little egg in my chest and just just mess with it. Okay. Um, give me an insight check. Uh, Fifteen. Um, give me an Arcana check. That's a nineteen. Every time you tap the gem, the creature, the small tadpole-like creature seems to respond to you. It kind of flits back and forth. It then knocks its head into the surface of the gem, almost like trying to knock and be able to touch your fingers. You tap the gem. Um, There is definitely some kind of enchantment on the gem. You've definitely picked up on that. The remembrance of the Stormlord's uh, 
commentary to you, its last words before uh, you had passed the trial, retrieved the Kraken's egg, and uh, found this thing buried in your chest, it would seem that this thing and you, while physically integrated, you've yet to kind of feel its presence or understand its presence, whether it's a sentient creature or not. But it's alive, whatever it is. It's in that gem. Um, and the gem is the color of the Kraken's egg that you retrieved. Um, and the the notion that the Stormlord had, you know, called it the opportunity to reshape the world just kind of settles in with you as you kind of just think about this creature, think about what it means. <laughs> Give me a charisma save really quick. Uh, 14. 14. As you drift off into your long rest, you fall into almost like a dream state. It's hard to tell where or what, where or what you're doing, but you're walking. You can feel your feet, your small halfling feet, kind of splashing in the water. Looks like salt water. Looks like seawater. You try to touch it with your hands and it kind of like pulses, moves away from you. Huge mounds and waves of water kind of spin up and move away from you. Off in what feels like miles away from you, but as you step towards the vision, you're on an island somewhere. You're not sure what island it is. The jungle canopy is very thick, but somewhere in the middle of this canopy, you can see the massive ruined peak of a stone temple. On the very top of this temple, uh, a, a almost like a kind of brazier that you kind of focus on. And as you kind of look at the vision, you watch as the brazier lights up, pulses with almost kind of like an enchantment-like light. It kind of pulses out and then... <laughs> flares out towards you, causing you to like momentarily wake up in the middle of the night to the sounds of guards on duty, people chattering, pots and uh, uh, crockery kind of clanking. It's maybe two, three o'clock in the morning, and then you try to settle back into your sleep. Tobias, what are you doing with your prior to your long rest? Um, I'm just... I'm going to wander around the camp and kind of get an idea of what everybody, everybody's morale is. What's your passive perception? Uh, let's see. Passive perception. Uh, 19. 19. I mean, as you're wandering the camp, it's a series of clumps of pirates either in a state of rest, eating recovery um the more interesting sight is when you watch two or three of the pirates kind of the dark toe pirates uh a goblin uh two humans carving and doing their best to take the meat off of the t-rex that you and your friends one of them that you had um killed um 
as they're harvesting it, you kind of lean against the tree to listen in on their conversation. You can hear the goblin. Well, I don't know if we have a chance at this. I mean, I think we should just leave with Captain Tolerant. I don't think that's wise. We've been here so long, I'm not willing to quite give up yet. Yes, but it's not like we have a choice anyways. We made our fealty to the Plank King. Live or die, it's Darktoe. Yeah, but, you know, we don't live that long to begin with. I I don't know if I want to stay. And they're just having this kind of casual conversation about either staying, going... Um, the morale doesn't seem bad. As you're kind of walking around the camp, it just it, everybody feels just disconnected suddenly from their old lives, plunged into this reality that they're now a part of. And they're all struggling. They're all, yes, Captain Tolerand and his first mate are doing their best. Even the Plank King, to a certain degree, is inspiring more by fear and fealty than anything else. But to watch an entire town get destroyed by this creature, this creature seemingly setting in with the idea of permanency, and the majority of the population of Darktoe displaced, killed, wounded, or wherever they might be. It's, it's a group of people that feel defeated, but not lost to the cause yet um they're doing their best but there doesn't seem to be imminent morale issues that you can pick up on all right all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna head off to bed then okay so you will set in for your long rest um so everybody go ahead and click off a long rest did sam fix her audio yet no Oh no, what is that doesn't make any sense. Why did it die all logged of a sudden? Off and log back in, maybe? I don't know. I think she already Stay did that. Rest. Um, you know what, Sam, you may need to update Discord. Did you try closing for stopping Discord and then logging back in? Sometimes if you skip an update, your microphone or camera will go kind of wonky. So you might want to try closing Discord entirely. And then reopening yeah. it. Sometimes that'll help. I know some people have that issue. You gonna try that? I don't know if she can even hear us though. I think she can. Yes, hear. she put it in the chat. So she said she's gonna try one more time. If it doesn't work, she's gonna have to go to a different device. Gotcha. But it's gonna mess with the cameras. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. We'll figure it out. Figure we'll it out. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's not really that hard. I could just shift a couple things over and it'll be fine. We'll just wait and see if she can <laughs> see if she can come back first. Yeah, because I've noticed sometimes with Discord, if you just leave your Discord in a permanent state of minimization or open and then it updates, then... You know, it, and you don't do the update, it'll definitely crunch some of the settings and stuff like that. So everyone go ahead and click off for your long rest. So make sure you get Yay, your long rest. long rest, finally. Yep. I'm just going to have to just deal. <laughs> all right. We got all our spells. I mean, uh, I got all my spells. 
Are you on? A, are you on? A, about... Hold on, hold on a sec, babe. Are you on a yeah. different device then? I am, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna have to do some fixing. Hang on, I'll, I'll just I'll just set up the camera. Give me like ten seconds. Sorry. No, no that's fine. Let me see if I can. What? What? If I need to switch any of my spells. Yeah, uh, don't forget to reset your spells and all that fun stuff. It is now day two since your arrival. The fleet, um, the assembly of the fleet is now less than three days away, as far as you know. Uh, I believe Mara did have some conversation with Albin prior to the long rest. The stone, they're sending stones. They're adorable little communication devices with each other. Couples communication. (laughs) Yeah. And we have to pretend not to know Albin because he's going to be disguised. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Albin, what's up? Why are you looking like that? <laughs> no. Oh, Tobias told oh, there me. Is. <gasps> when we see Sam. So exciting. Wow. Wow. So exciting. Oh, and you're so beautiful. <laughs> Everything's fine. fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> you're going to have to like close one eye and do stuff like this for us to be, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Us to feel normal now. Yeah. <laughs> I love the backdrop. Wait, wait, That's wait. totally cool. Can we paint your skin green? That would be awesome if we could. Yeah. No, the backdrop is actually, I'm really proud of it. Sorry. Side note. My husband did this uh, mural. Beautiful. Very cool. That's awesome. You painted that? Yeah. I thought it was That's like awesome. a sticker. <laughs> that it was is a, so cool. I thought it was a sticker. Well, yeah, I thought it was a sticker or like, a, big um, sticker. like a, a drop cloth. Mm, yeah. Tapestry. Tapestry is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> That's awesome. But I'm here. Yay! So, long rest. Long rest. Long rest. Okay. And we're not dead yet. Not the keyword. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> All right. Um. Maybe what I was trying to ask. Oh, side note. Uh, can we can we retcon one little thing? What's that? Um, I was trying to ask uh, when it was our turn whether we could see what had startled it. Uh, I will say, so yeah, we can retcon during your turn because you would have seen that. Because the only thing Mar and Fire would have seen is the retraction of the Hydra down into the lair itself. So for you, Sam, go ahead and give me a perception check. Um, I'm going to assume that Pepper was on Overwatch during your... Um, yes. So go ahead and give it to me with advantage because you can also benefit from Pepper being up with you. Okay, let's see if we get a better roll. No, 19. Um, there was definitely something that piqued its interest down in Darktoe, in part of the ruins that you could see. The trick with Darktoe is it's a series of 20, 30, 40, 50 cliff and mountainsides that you guys can look down on. And as you look down, you can see ruined buildings everywhere. You can see the main harbor down below. Um, and part of the 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 debris of flotilla, uh, flotilla of debris, as well as you think that might be where Sharptooth is, um, that is part of that that individual that orc that was firing on uh, uh, the Hydra. Um, 
Something definitely got its interest. It's a little too far away to be able to see what it was, but there was a series of ruins that took the full blunt of the arcane strike, which leads you to believe that this creature can sense people coming near the lair. Currently, it has not sensed you guys as far as you can tell. And then I'll say as you wake up in the morning, you can kind of share that with Fire and Mara. So click off your long rest. Um, it's the start of the second day on Darktoe. The camp is currently split. Three of you are near Darktoe. The other three of you are on the other side of the island with the Tolerone uh, encampment. Um, as the Plank King is gathering up his reserves and resources with the anticipation of joining whatever fleet is coming. So, we could do this a couple ways. We could do a time skip and say you guys basically have three days to do what you want to get done. Who am I getting that feed? Where's that feedback coming from? Sam. There we go. <laughs> um... So, we could either do a three-day time skip where you can do a series of activities over the next three days in anticipation of Albin and um, the other fleet ships that are supposed to arrive. Um, or we can go day-to-day. -day. Um, to, I'm going to leave it up to you guys to, to tell me how you'd like to do this, how you want to play this out. I would just I vote time skip it. So... I'd really love to be able to watch this hole for like an extended period of time. Um, so, gals, do you feel comfortable like staying here and just recasting the hut every couple of hours, or no, you want to bail and go back? We can recast the hut every couple hours. We can stay here. Like, and we can, can even can like food. move back. Yeah, so it, like just, just like does it ever come out of the hole of its own free will, or is it only if it senses something? Is kind of what I want to see. Mm -hmm. Okay. We could even send something over the hole and see if that causes it. Cause we don't know if it's, you know, people or if we send like a nature spirit, if it would do something. We send something. I don't want to send Ember again. She's no, I don't send I Ember. Bad, like, sacrificing <laughs> Pepper and Ember over and over again. And we don't have to sacrifice that. I can call up like a elemental or something. Yeah, well, why don't we, we can hold off on, like, let's just watch and see, like, give it 24 hours and see, like, does it come out on its own? Is it only if it sees something? So how far oh, back? doing that, and, like, if we just time skip through it. How far back from this ledge could we stay, could we, could we move back and still see that hole? I was going to ask the same thing. Jason? Uh-oh. I mean... Give me a survival check. My dice are trying to make a break for it. Bad dice. Bad dice. No biscuit. Roll high to make up for it. <sighs> 13. This, that's not high. <laughs> <laughs> um, not a natural one. The, it the is not a natural one. The problem that you're running into is the vastness of the lair. Um, the fact that it seems to be unnaturally darkened. So possibly right. some magic is involved. Plus, you're still not sure if both the previous elemental and the um, and Ember's last 
kind of foray into this area was, you know, their destruction and they were attacked by something or they ran into something else. Um, so there's still a lot of unknowns. Um, moving further back would definitely make you safer, but moving further back is going to make it a lot more difficult to be able to see down this sheer cliff face into this, you know, vastness. Like you kind of picked your spot so that you could have a little bit of cover and still kind of keep an eye on the ruins and everything down below as well. So like, can we move back at all? Just so we have like an angle of the, the actual hole. Like, can we, well, the problem is the cliff is, the cliff is a sheer drop. Right. There's not really an angle. So, you know, the cliff is just a sheer drop. And the hole is, like, directly at the bottom of it? Correct. So, like, where okay. Darkto Harbor proper used to be, this creature is used debris and other things to create this kind of lair. And the only thing that seems odd is the darkness that's kind of created around it. Can't okay. quite see into it. Um, and you really can't see it come in and out until you actually see the beastie itself. It's almost like it's using that as a way to come and go in a very stealthy manner. And if that didn't make things more difficult, all of you, including Tobias Oswald and Asborn, begin to hear the rumblings of a fresh storm brewing off the coast. Fantastic. Oh, that's just lovely. If we, if we get into trouble, I can cast Windwalk on us, and we can get away real fast. What does Windwalk do? Um, it says, I turn you into wisps of cloud, uh, and we have a flying speed of 300 feet. What's the casting and, time on that? Uh, casting time is a minute. And how so long does it last? Lasts eight hours. Hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that that can't be of in case of a uh, that's not an emergency spell, but that's like a oh we probably should go let's cast this right. in an emergency situation. We can't do that. Well, I mean, shoot, that's how we could get back to camp right now. Sure, if we decide, mm-hmm. or like when we're ready to go back, we can. Mm-hmm. We can do that for sure. And then we don't have to deal with the rock. We can, like, fly through the rock's feathers and ruffle its feathers and poke it and go, ha! You can't get me. <laughs> Never know we were here. need to study and meditate for a bit because I do not have this prepped. So I'm going to go. We just slept about nature for a while. We just slept. Okay, so why don't, um, Fire, why don't you recast the hut? Okay. We'll just kind of settle in. Um, we, we can send a message to... To buy which which one went better yesterday? <laughs> um, why don't we try Oswald this time? Did we try Oswald last time? No, I didn't try Oswald. Let's try Oswald. I, I, I did Asborn and that then Bias. It also it, went poorly. It, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Let's maybe try yeah. Oswald and just let him know we're just gonna chill here for twelve Four. more hours or so. Let's. We just want to see if the. <laughs> if, if the hydro pops his head uh, I love it you better oh send that out homie you need That's to pra- that'd be a, you're supposed to be practicing on your on your digital app too well I don't I, I gotta buy the stuff for it it's gonna cost me some money oh well sell more so shirts it all. sell more shirts okay yeah, yeah sell more uh, shirts so you can buy the digital tablet so that you can then draw more stoof. Okay. <laughs> stoof. Uh, stoof. Yes. Not um, 
So now that we've decided we want to stay, I'm fine doing a time jump. All right, so I'm going to message Oswald. Okay. <laughs> and, or send, sending. I'm going to send Oswald a message saying that um, we're going to stay here by um, Darktoe and continue watching the hole that the Hydra comes out of to gather more intel. You can reply to this message. I don't know what you more intel you need. You just see where it shits and sleeps. <laughs> I mean, technically, we don't really see where it shits. <laughs> it probably shits I mean, there, too. It might. I mean, but it's undead. Do undead things actually poop? Or eat? It's a good point. They eat. Oh, we, you, we've seen them eat. We've seen them That's eat. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they don't eat happy things. <laughs> they eat people. So anyways, um, okay, so I'm going to tell the group that uh, Oswald doesn't understand why we're saying he's staying. He doesn't see what other intel we need. We know where it's at. We know it's still down there. He doesn't think we should stay. All right, well, that's his opinion. He's entitled to it. <laughs> Did you tell him to tell the captain that? Uh, I feel like he's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Again, why do I not just start with Tobias? You're having a major communication breakdown. It's because we don't get paid. <laughs> okay, I'm uh, I'm gonna talk to Tobias now. <clears throat> so uh, Tobias, sending you a message now. <laughs> that, that, that's like ten words right there. <laughs> No, that was not me starting. Sure. Is he asleep? <laughs> okay. I am. <laughs> I'm the plant king. I'm ruling the world. <laughs> All about Tobias Fairweather. <sighs> the plant king. Okay. I'm sending him a message. Uh, what am I going to say? Okay. I'm going to say... We're still by the Hydra Hydra pit. pit. Um, we're going to stay and collect more info uh, on its habits. On its habits. What do you think? You can reply to this message. Probably will in the morning when I wake up. This is the morning. It is the morning, you know. Oh, is it the morning? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't do it at 2 a.m. when we... Or oh, okay, whenever. good. He was drawing. He never pays attention when he draws. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, you want quick sketches, so I did you one. No, Don't looks forget awesome. to tick off a long rest on your character. I did. It doesn't do any good for me. He's oh, yeah. Everything. Um, I think you should come back. I think we all need to be together. When the uh, when the fleet arrives, you've already seen it. We know it's there. Shouldn't put yourselves in more danger. 
But that's just my opinion. I know you're going to do whatever fire wants to do. The end. <laughs> the well, end. The, the group kind of, they all like calling me the butcher. Why would I want to stay? Okay. So I'm going to um, tell Mara and. So we can have Albin give us like a five hour warning or six hour warning. If, that, if he's concerned about us not being there when the fleet arrives. And no, no one on those ships knows that he can communicate with me. He's on the Crimson Mouse, right? Uh, no, he's on. Uh, he stayed on on the Blue Opal. On an Alabaster ship, is yeah, isn't he? Yeah, as far as you can so remember. He better be on my ship. Yeah, where's? I don't, I don't I think mean, he's on the Mouse. I'm pretty sure he's with Alabaster because he's with um, Shulamon. Shulamon wasn't on Alabaster ship. Wasn't he? Mm. The, they had met up with Shulamon's fleet, and that was why Alvin had said he'll look different when he finally meets you guys. He's incognito at this point right. because of Shulamon's existence. Incognito, ghetto ego. Okay. Either way. At some point, he would be back on the Crimson Mouse during the um, uh, traveling to Darktoe, um, but with the Marquis fleet the Cobalt Sol involvement and possibly even the Cerebus Assembly involvement through Shulaman um, and the small fleet that you still have, the Opal, the Trident. You guys are currently with the Acorn. You have the small sloop scout ship that you've been using. And I think there was one other ship that was still um, part of the uh, the captain's We uh, have the Golden Orb Sank... Uh, the Trident, the Acorn, the Blue Opal, the Crimson Mouse. Those are yes. the ones that we had. Yep, that's what you've got left. We had the Ivory Tooth and the Half Ivory Tooth, and the Half Smile. Yep. And then five more War Galleys. Yep. And those are coming from the Marquis as well as the Cobalt Soul. The con- the concern was Shulaman's involvement. Uh, Albin had uh, informed Mara that Shulaman was definitely the service assembly. Um, uh, spy that they've been dealing with. They've always known it was him and they've been kind of using him to deliver fake information to the assembly um, to misguide, mislead, and uh, Mar was brought up to date by Albin's information and then told that when they do arrive, Albin himself will look very different as the Ghost Order um, uh, you know, is trying to still not Still try not to tip their hand to the service assembly. Although it almost did. We're not involved. Yeah, they, involved. it almost did when the one of the Sinclairs had delivered Chulaman to Asborn Sinclair. Um, that ruse was averted um, as the Sinclairs were attempting to expose the Ghost Order. But it clearly didn't work. <laughs> no, because Asborn wanted to just kill Shulaman and you know himself so it's early morning um, Tobias yeah. and Oswald you hear a bit of a ruckus on the outside of your tentage and the two of you look out to see at least three dozen additional pirates arrive in camp um, you can see at least uh, two or three different uh, officers are with them uh, they seem to be sailor crew um, maybe even family members of the crew. They are carrying a lot of equipment with them. It seems that this was part of what Pavu 
has found and sent in this direction. Um, and there seems to be a lot of handshakes and a lot of greetings, people recognizing each other, and then they're being kind of directed to other parts of the encampment. Uh, you also watch as three or four sailors come in carrying uh, very large uh, jungle deer um, uh, uh, that have been hunted and captured. Uh, they seem to be staying. Perhaps your little conversation with them the other day has inspired Captain Toleran to dig in and wait to see how many people Pavu can actually gain. So, what yep, would you guys like to do today? You're currently on day two of Darktoe. I'm just going to go around and see if I could be of any help around the camp. Okay. Because there's nothing else to do. Oswald, what would you like to do? I'm going to go sit in the, sit in the beach. Okay. Yeah. So you head down Scared to the beach where they the are, um, where the acorn is currently anchored in the small bay and the other four ships that are being retrofitted and fixed. And this is where a lot of the other crew are spending their time between uh, shuffling gear, finding resources, using the acorn to quickly move up and down the side of the island. Um, and you get there in time to watch another dozen or so uh, pirates get offloaded of the acorn and are now heading by you. And they kind of look at the strange dark halfling sitting on the beach um, and they move right by you to head towards the main encampment. Things are getting busier here. Sam, Mar, and Fire. It's morning. The rain has just started following, uh, following the 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 slight rumblings of thunder and lightning can be heard as this now new storm is rolling in and across the island. We do not get wet in the hut, correct? No, you correct. do not. Okay, we'll get um, wet for the brief moment of uh, recasting it every eight hours. Sure. Um, so, pretty sure we just need to kind of sit quietly in the hut. Brief moment. I mean, ten minutes. Um, so Mara's just going to sit there slowly getting more and more antsy and pouty, staring at the rain you can go out in the rain you don't have to stay in the hut stand behind the not hut not with the, uh, not with the giant the no, not with the stand giant hydra the <laughs> <laughs> I mean you can stand behind the hut on the other side of the hut it's ten feet tall that's alright I, I can hold I, I'm okay, I'm just going to pout just stick your hand out <laughs> And then rub it all over you. Just Giant stick your hand out and rub it all over you. I, I can survive without sitting in the rain one time. <laughs> I'm going to stick my tail outside. No, I can't because the hut will collapse. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm watching my pouting part, uh, you know, party member pouting. Okay. I'm just chilling. I didn't bring any of my stuff, so I'm just... I'm going to create water over Mara and drench her. <laughs> Thank you. So, day two begins to go by without any major um, issues. Does anybody want to do anything before the, we move on to day three? Do, I mean, does the Hydra do anything? Do we see yeah. any... Do we see anything? Uh, give me perception checks. Ooh, with advantage because of our, our, our little creature, I mean, um, familiars. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you send fire and you send pepper up above the hut, sure. Up above the a, hut, yeah. I yeah. got a 16. Okay. So fire and Sam, you get advantage. 
Got a really terrible 12. Okay. I got a 21. 21. <laughs> At no point do you see any sign of the Hydra all day long. Um, as morning turns into afternoon, afternoon turns into evening, the exception of from time to time or whenever you decide to recast the tiny hut, um, there's no sign of anything, no living creature or beast or hydra, um, just the ruination of Darktoe down below, the wrecked harbor that can be seen strewn out as well. Uh, Tobias Oswald, is there anything you two want to do before we say goodbye to day three and move on to day four? Well- at the end of day, th- at the end of day three, I, I guys, do we want to go? If well, so Hydra came out last night, right. and saw something. I, I would like, yeah. So let's at least get the twenty-four hour block to see if it comes out every night, or only if it sees something. I think it only comes out if so it's it like sees a nocturnal something. thing. Right. I'm curious. Okay. Did I know about that with my like nature abilities? I mean, I know this is like a magical creature, but I would say go ahead and give me a nature check in regards to the behavior of undead creatures, and we'll see what you can glean from this behavior. No, I know lots of things about undead creatures. Can I get in on that? Sure. Got an eighteen. Okay. I got a sixteen plus a nature. Nature. Eighteen. So. As you guys kind of take counsel with each other and think about this, the challenge you have with just typical undead creatures is the fact that they're almost usually tied to something, right? Whether they be ghouls, gas, specters, skeletal undead, they almost always seem to be tied to a place they once inhabited, or they seem to be tied to a graveyard or a tomb, the interesting thing about Scourge is that not only has he seemed to kind of like get bigger and change since you've last seen him, but it's almost as if, as if somehow his physical existence is interacting with the prime material plane. To say he's undead is more of a description of his appearance than the true nature of what he potentially might be. Um He's described that way because of his his visage, but his behavior is nowhere anywhere like typical undead. If he was truly an undead creature bound to the Stormlord's vault back on the island, he wouldn't have been able to get out. He would well. It's not that not being able to get out, but what would be the purpose of getting out or getting free? <clears throat> it's almost as if, well, those are two pretty good high rolls. So for Sam and Mara, go ahead and give me history checks really quick. If you can gleam a little bit more information from these insights. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a... That's a 15. Okay. Uh, 15 is actually still pretty good. Sam? Wait, no. Nope. Could you nope. repeat it? It got really wonky. I'm on a Mac. Uh, uh, hi- a 6, not a 9. Gotcha. Uh, history check. History, that's yeah. Little dots on the bottom. Oh, that is not good. Uh, history, I got a six. So we're rolling high tonight. Yeah, I mean, I would say the only thing that you can kind of gleam from all this is perhaps the insight is wrong. Perhaps 
The creature was never actually a guardian of the vault, but perhaps something that was meant to stay there regardless. Maybe it was something that was purposely placed there, trapped there, almost kind of like the other equipment and other items and other things that were there. This is feeling less like something that was intended to protect the vault and more like something that was intended to stay trapped there. That's one thing about its behavior that you get from this. And it does not... He did feel trapped with the way he ran. Like, you know, bolted. Like, bolted yeah, out. Try and attack us or anything. No, like, he completely ignored us. The items. No, not at all. Just ran right past us. We were, like, peeing our pants. And, uh... Yeah. Told you we should have taken this out. Not gonna say I told you, but also I told you. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it, we were just following a treasure map. We were following a treasure map. How were we supposed to know that it was going to have cursed treasure in it? I mean, who puts a cursed treasure map out there? Who puts a treasure map out there, though? I mean, if you're going to hide treasure, why would you let other people find it? Well, maybe they did it so that they could find them, the treasure again. I'm questioning my treasure map. <laughs> You're not here. You don't know. Damn pigeons. <laughs> there was words left on your message, and I overheard you. You didn't mute after your message. <laughs> Damn, my mute button's broken. Okay, so okay. this is probably more of a weapon and less of like a guardian. I don't know if it's a weapon so much as just or... a dangerous creature. A weapon implies someone sending it. Be like someone made or this, though. It. I mean, this is feeling very Qualishy. Well, someone made him undead, and he's been undead long before Qualish was well, alive. Well, he's not even like a normal undead. Like he's, he's something terrible and awful and not normal. Maybe he's cursed. Maybe we just have to remove curse on him. <gasps> oh yeah, that's like a third level spell, right? I'm sure that odor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just do that. Just cast that right now. Be done. I just cast remove curse on Scourge. No, I have to see him first, so I have to be not terrified. And but we'll just send yeah. Pepper over the top of the uh, thing. He'll pop his head up. Let's take a third curse. time. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, you can bring it back. <laughs> just, just remove right. curse, well, and then he becomes not undead, so and then he's easy to kill. Actually, no, we just remove curse, and then he's not undead, and then he's a happy. Five-headed Hydra. And then he'll just be fine and he'll go on his merry way. And then way. he'll just be fine and go on his merry way. With his exactly. And hug us, yes, with his mouth in his five heads all at <laughs> the same time. One Perfect. arm each. Perfect plan. Yeah. No no flaws in that plan at all. No flaws in that plan at all. No. No, no, no. Okay. Um, yeah. Damn. Okay. So Tobias should, and Oswald. So we're staying home here one more night. Or at least maybe half the night. Okay. Can always so, whisk ourselves at, you know, 2 or 3 a.m. Okay. So, Tobias and Oswald, what are the two of you doing with this day? Well, is is my ship... Well, I'm not really going to get on that ship again, so I don't have to worry about it. But, um... I'll go through the camp again and see if I can find uh, Tolerand again. Give me an investigation. Investigation. Milton Bradley's new game. 
Daddy, I rolled a 20. Oh, boy. Uh, perception? Investigation. Investigation. Oh, so a 31. Um, wandering around camp, uh, you find Captain Tolerand. He is talking to a handful of uh, sailors, kind of dismisses them, sees you come up and... All right, Captain Tobias, what can I do for you? Looks like you decided to stay for a little while, huh? Well, Pavu is sending more men than women and resources and material and equipment. I think it's worth it's worth an effort to see what we can put together. Not to mention, I imagine your reinforcements are on the way as well, correct? Yes. <coughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're coming. Till we know for sure. I think it's worth trying. Definitely. I'm good. I'm glad to have you. We need all the help we can get. And thinking on it, uh, there's not many places left for us to go at this point. The rumor has it that, um, well, one of our local islands that we use sometimes to refit and resource our ships has been destroyed. Which uh, island's that? Uh, Broken. Ah, yeah, it has been destroyed. Broken Beach. I can tell you that from first-hand account. Oh. Well, it would have been nice if you told us sooner. We were hoping to send our ships there for refit and bring them back, but seeing as how we will not be sending them there. um, So I have a question for you. Sure. This thing's been here for well over a week. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck destroyed... Broken Beach. Oh, um, a Leviathan. A what? I don't know. You know, one of the big things with tentacles. We're trying to capture that, too. It's on our list. As soon it's as we get done with this one, we're going to go looking for that one. How long is your list? I mean, it's a very it's a, long list. Um, now we let out the Hydra. We've got to get that back. So, yeah, the Hydra. Then... And we know about, we were asked to get that back for another lady. So just those two things that I know about, those, those are the big bugaboos right there. Why did you call the other thing a leviathan? It's more like a giant island. Well, yeah, but it's got tentacles. It's more just got like dead people in it. Tentacles De- that come out. Are you two being serious? Yes. Ah, yeah, I can't, we're being serious. I can't really tell. Deathly serious. <clears throat> so, uh, Darktoe is a ruin. One of our fallback points is a ruin. Mm-hmm. Rumors of ships being pulled down into the deep seems to be becoming more true. It would seem being on the sea is, well, maybe an occupation of hazard. Yeah, well, I think... I got my... Uh... I got my suspicions of who's behind it, but, you know. Well, enlighten us, please, there, Captain Tobias. Suspicions are important pieces of information. It's just a wag at this point. I don't know what a uh, fucking wag is, but okay. A wild-ass guess. uh, Oh, oh, I like that. uh, I'm going to steal that from you. Yeah. Um, You're pirates. You steal everything. (laughs) Well... I think there's someone trying to obviously trying to control the the seas 
get rid of the pirates. And um, well, yeah, but rumor has it that even the merchant marine ships are having issues. All trade has essentially stopped. Most of the coastal cities are starving. And my understanding is that the Dwindals and uh, have closed their borders. And uh, oh, wait, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. That's true. But one more thing. Yeah, there's a demon chick we got to take care of too. Well, hey, I forgot about the third thing. Well, she's I, on the island. So wait, after wait. this, there's the demon and then the Leviathan. But if we get all those taken care of, I think. I think we're going to be okay. I am utterly confused right now. And think about it this way. I mean, you know, you know, and all that. But, you know, (laughs) we are one of the few pirates left around. I mean, we're going to be like, you know, we're going to be top dogs. Have you ever raided a, a starving city before, Tobias? No, but, you know, everything's going back to normal after getting rid of these, well, the, the demon chick, the leviathan, and the... It yeah. sounds like a lot when, you, when I actually say it, oh, golly, gee, it sounds like a lot. But, <laughs> um, you know, you got to start small. So, you got to start somewhere. We're starting with the... Oh, with the, with I the believe hydrogen. we're definitely starting small anyways. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, you know, once that, you know, you and I can build a shack. You know, pretty soon the shack's a castle. And dark toes back to where it belongs. Your optimism is commiserate. Not Captain King Tobias. Yeah, you're. Well, I think Pavu would have something to say about that. Whatever. Okay, Duke. I'm Duke Tobias, Duke <laughs> of the Pirates. Yeah. Things are gonna have to change anyway. I mean, come on. He let a, he let a he let a Leviathan and destroy his harbor. Come on. Did he now? I wonder about I that. That was Shulamon. Is he supposed to know everything that's going on? Come on. Okay. Well, sure the guy's great and everything, but you know things gonna have to change. Not he can he can be the plant king and all and all, but you know he's gonna have to probably listen to other people. Tobias, let's not talk about out loud about like some your weird fantasies about what you want to do with power. Hey, you got yours. I got mine, pal. I don't have mine. <laughs> Play with your little toy in your chest. <laughs> Well, if you can lend any more amazing insights, please let me know. Yeah, no problem, yeah. You know, like if a demon chick shows up riding the back of a leviathan and decides to join on the side of an undead hydra. I mean, who knows, right? I mean... Well, that that could happen. I, I won't put it past her to do that. You just watch as he just kind of throws his hands up and turns around and kind of disappears uh, in where all the other sailors are kind of milling about. See you, Captain. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Thanks for hanging around. So anybody else want to do anything before day three comes to a close? I think you fucked us over, you mouse fuck. We're, um, what are you talking about, dickhead? You call me a mouse fuck? We're watching overnight, you know, on uh, rounds. Yeah, you can't look down on me now, can you, midget? Uh, so, so I feel f- like... Go ahead, Mara. I was going to say, I feel like we need to... This is going to be terrible. Sacrifice um, our flying friends. We need to know the, like the 
parameter, like the perimeter of where the sensor is. Like how close can you get before he knows you're there? How like close on top before he knows you're there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right where the I'll ADT sign is. Pepper. I know fire is already sacrificed Ember quite a bit. She's running out of diamonds. You I think it's more important to do the top one if we want to try to drop explosives because we need mm-hmm. to get above it. Okay. So like have well, it pull up pepper. Her, like go up and like do circles yeah. like lower and lower and see how far down before poof. Yeah, I mean pulling up pepper stats, that's all good and all, but I mean he does like hundred and fifty nine damage, okay. so I don't think Pepper's HP is that high. Oh no, it wasn't it wasn't the HP. I wanted to see <laughs> dexterously how whether or not Pepper could bob and weave. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, and in fact, peregrine falcons don't provoke opportunity attacks when they fly away from an opponent. I just I found out new things. <sighs> you want me to send send them over? Sure. Yeah, like start super high, just like have a have them go slowly, like lower and lower until it like triggers the like oh someone's here. All right. Okay. Um, I'm going to whistle for Pepper to come on down. I'm gonna give him a little head tap and let him whisper to him it's gonna be okay. You're gonna, you're gonna be back. It's okay. And then oh. send him. A... Oh. I know. Sorry, Pepper. <laughs> uh, takes off. Um, at about twenty feet. Above the entrance point into this void that the creature had come and gone through. You said 20 feet? Yeah, about 20 feet above it. Um, and Sam, you pick up on the kind of like the dissonance and the, the connection with Pepper. Right at that 20 foot point, <laughs> run smack dab into something. Um, for you, Sam, since you have the, the visceral connection, kind of like disconnected. Uh, give me an Arcana check really quick. Wait, it, he ran into something? Not the Hydra came out to get him? Nope. Ran into a barrier. Ran into like a window. In- invisible barrier. Mm, um, only a 13. 13? I mean, it didn't feel all that dissimilar than some kind of dispel effect. Or maybe even an anti-magical effect. So maybe not a physical boundary, but a magical one. But you get the sense that Pepper was poofed out of existence. But not from damage. Doesn't appear from damage, no. How stupid would it be for me to be turned into something with polymorph and fly over the Either that or it was me wild shaping and throwing a rock in, seeing if it very goes stupid. Still, yeah, still very stupid. stupid. Okay. okay, very stupid. <laughs> we ready to go back to the camp? Yeah, this is our thinking back. game, Mar. The other game is it's go. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> this one we have self control. Okay. Pause. Reflect. All right. So, I mean, want to go back? I know I have bad ideas. 
<laughs> yeah, let's mm. let's turn into the air again and, and just and float and wisp back. How yeah, bad is the fun. storm outside? Wait, first, how bad is the storm outside? It's still pretty bad. It's it's lingering, hanging over. The thunder and lightning is there. I'm looking off in the direction of the different landscapes and off towards the waterline. Um, the three of you can give me nature checks. Will that affect? Oh, excuse me. Oh, um, oh that's a natural one. <gasps> I got a natural like one. Standing outside like this. Enjoying it. Natty twin. Stressed out about Pepper. Natty twin. Do you want to take it? How did we get a twenty and two ones? I got a natty twenty on my crack and dice. Natty twenty. You don't want to crack and dice too, and it didn't. Cracking the typical beast. Yep. Okay. I'm like, I'm sorry. I have no bonuses for nature, so it's just 20. 20. Um, (laughs) It looks like it's a large storm. It's lingering. It could be here for a couple days. Is it windy? I mean, it's, it's, it's breezy. It's not exactly a hurricane, but it's a storm. Okay. So it's just breezy, just breezy, we should be fine. It's not not a hurricane, not like, you know, gale force winds. Yeah, yeah, we should be fine. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, let's breeze it up. So at some point, Oswald, Tobias, and Asborn, as afternoon turns into early evening, you see three individuals come kind of like swooping into the campsite. It seemed to be a lot easier to find the site because... You guys are flying in, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're, we're coming in as as wind. As yeah. clouds. Turn into, like, yeah. Yeah. Is, like, turned us clouds. into clouds, and then we whooshed <laughs> our way in. Um, yeah. As you're kind of, like, moving above the barren landscape, you can clearly see the large 60-foot bird creature that is nested and hunkering down away totally from the weather. Ruffle it. You totally can see all manner it. of creatures Wait. coming and going because of the weather. Um, you eventually hit the border where the uh, jungle canopy is. You even spot quite easily a couple of the other smaller pirate encampments. And then eventually making the very center of the canopy right about nightfall. Um, you can see the campfires of a, a much larger encampment now as it seems more individuals have shown up. Um, uh, there's probably at least almost 100 additional pirates here at this point. Um, collection of supplies, weapons, food, material. Um, it seems that Pavu is coming through. He's mustering as many as he can find. You should always travel like this. And then... <laughs> I don't know why we didn't Three. do it before, my bad. Three of you show up. Surprise a couple of the guards, but Tobias, Oswald, and Asborn see the three of you kind of reform back into yourselves, and you guys are all back together again. It's early evening. Yay. Anything you guys want to do as a group before settling in for the evening? I, I want to I tell the, the boys what we found. I'll oh, share yeah. my arcane knowledge or whatever it was about or the nature, yeah, or whatever. We need to tell our magic users about the maybe anti-magic barrier. Yeah, it it hit some barrier like twenty feet up and and just went poof. Mm. 
If it goes in its hole, we're kind of screwed. Well, if it goes in its hole and we try and follow, any of our magic well, might work. Might not work. To be fair, we don't know if that barrier follows it. We don't know if it's around it or around its hole. True. <laughs> Good job, Calista. You actually uh, held back on that one. Okay. Oh, not. Okay. Yeah, anyway, so um, <laughs> still. Damn. <laughs> not saying anything. Okay. Is that blood coming out of your mouth from biting your tongue? <laughs> right. <laughs> ah, all right. So, yeah, it's got, um, we don't know if the magic follows it or if it's centered on its layer. Hmm. <laughs> Mara has stepped away from her camera. Oh, we're waiting, I'll just give myself another tattoo. Because I've got one more application, might as well. Fair well, enough. you probably want to bring back Feather. <clears throat> or that, Pepper. I'm sorry, yeah. Pepper. Pepper. Bring back Pepper. Right. Feather. Okay. I'm sorry, my Monday game, or my, my Friday game is ble- bleeding through. Um, okay. Bring back Pepper. You should call okay. your salt I mean, so there could be salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can only conjure one at a time, but that would be cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and I don't where, think Ember would uh, like me changing. Oh, cool anyways, so it's fine. I'm like sitting here trying to look for yeah, it. Yeah, it just takes an hour and uh, one use. I think we bought a couple uses for you of the um, stuff. Yeah, the familiar stuff. Okay. I'll go meditate in a corner and no one talk to me. <laughs> okay. I'm making the dome again because I'm not liking getting wet. Okay. Now I gotta go through my spells <laughs> and prep what we want to do for this hideous barrage of death. I mean, our fight against Scourge. Yeah. Can I go down to the beach and swim in the rain? Absolutely. During your that. swim, you hear a message. From Alvin. Um, through yeah. my stone or through your stone. Just regular? Yeah, through the stone. Um, yeah, we are uh, two days out. Expect us to, well, based on your earlier description that you gave us, we'll be coming in to the bay that's nearest your point of egress. Um, there should be at least 10 of us arriving. 10 ships? The war galleys will have to anchor somewhat deeper um, uh, deeper in the bay. However, when we um, do arrive, there'll be a small cadre of uh, Marquisian officers. Shulaman, who is pretending to be a cobalt soul operative, um, he will be slightly disguised as well. We suspect this is Part of some plan he has, we don't know. Um, there are obviously both the goblin and orc captains that are throwing their weight in on this as well. Um, but other than that, I hope this is enough. 
honestly, I don't know. I <laughs> we spent 24 hours watching the Hydra, and it was terrifying. It was so big and so scary. <laughs> I, I don't know what we're gonna do. Um, and well, it seemed to have some sort of anti-magic shield around itself. The Cobalt Soul has been studying the manacles. Uh, they do have some insights for you that they think may help. Um, other than that, we can plan what we can plan when we get there. See you in two days. Stay safe. Oh, do you have um, anything to make explosives? The war galleys will be heavily uh, armed. I imagine they will or have... Bl- portable. Portable explosives. Portable. I have some ideas. Well, I can check with some of the gunner's mates and see if we can't build something. Okay. I thought that might be up your alley. I think, um... Well, magical things that can do certain things are definitely up my alley. I find messing with explosives quite dangerous and try to avoid it whenever possible. Sure, sure. But, you know, out of necessity. Hmm. Fair enough. I figure if we can deal a decent amount of damage before it even leaves its little home, that would be in our best interest. Well, you might also want to share with your friends the things in Nicodranus, um, Port Tamale, and some of the other ports are getting difficult, to say the least. Um, no ship are moving about the coast whatsoever. Uh, Most are in harbor or in dock. There's been a report of another town destroyed. I'm waiting to find out from some of my operatives as to what town and what had transpired. But things are getting dire for sure. Okay. We gotta get rid of this stuff. This is getting bad. All right, we'll save travels, and I'll see you in two days. Stay safe. Um, the, you as well. the energy kind of disconnects with the residents of the arcane detachment of the two stones sending messages back and forth. Um, it's now getting to mid-evening at this point. It's still raining. The, everybody's kind of miserable around camp, um, doing their best to set up, set up tarpaulins and, and, and whatever they can to try to keep the rain off of them. Anything else you guys want to do before we start day four? Um, I want to kind of gather everyone and sort of fill them in on the the Shulamon nonsense. That he's like pretending to be a cobalt soul guy. And yeah, just so we're all on the same page. Mm. I should trust that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretending to be an expositor. Right. Um, but so we all know him. One has to uh, get their acting chops up. I don't I don't know what'll happen if we out him. Don't imagine he would like that. Yeah, that's why we should do it. Let's let's work together. He's a jerk. Kill the Hydra, sure, yes. Work together, kill the Hydra. <laughs> Then we can deal with Shulamon. <laughs> or sacrifice Shulamon to the Hydra. I mean, if it happens, no one's going to be mad about that. 
Save the cheerleader, save the world. <laughs> mm. Okay. All right. So day three comes to an end. The storm is still going. You wake to rain and thunder on the fourth day. Um, the fleet is less than two days away. They are expected to arrive on the morning of the sixth day at this point. It's a new day. Adjust your spells accordingly. Do anything else you'd like to do. Um, weather's miserable. Morale is suffering from this. Um, another 40 individuals arrive in camp at some point. There is now rumor that Pavu seems to have collected anywhere from two to 300 individuals. On top of the 36 or 40 that were already here. This place is beginning to get crowded. Expected to get even more crowded. Hunting parties. Um, they're, even though in the misery, you can kind of pick up on the fact that most of these individuals are in their element. This is what they kind of expect life to be at some point during their travels or during their raids or during their high seas shenanigans of being pirates. Um, however, that usually comes with reward. The current reward seems to be survival, hunkering down, waiting this out, waiting to see what the Plank King has to say in regards of expectations. But the fourth day is wet, miserable, but there is food, there is some shelter, but no immediate sign of the storm giving way. It's on this day that a very large orc individual comes strolling into camp. Here, you guys, for the first time, are introduced to Broken Tooth. A very tall, maybe six, seven feet in height, but very broad-shouldered, belly distended, drinking too much ale that often happens with orcish pirates. In tow, at least a dozen of a motley crew that make up his crew. You watch as he immediately puts his head into the rain and marches towards Toleron. They seem to be having a very animated conversation. Uh, one of frustration, one of kind of like anger, but kind of going back and forth. And you can see from your position throughout the encampment why he gets his name. One of his tusks are clearly snapped off. His other tusks kind of jutting out strangely. Tattoos up his neck, his braided hair backwards, his giant orcish beard kind of uh, braided from his chin on down. You can see skulls kind of intertwined with the ends of his beard. He's wearing very heavy like black and brown leather um, attire, um, a very long two-handed sword strapped onto his back, a clear sign of a brace of pistols along his chest. Uh, the conversation seems to go on for a while, and then it kind of like breaks apart. <coughs> but it's now just a busy camp, just trying to make day four this day go by. So anybody want to do anything with this fourth day? Okay. Um writing in my journal okay oh wait i still have those little ro it albin's not back yet i need him to fix them because i still have those little robot dudes i'm wondering if like does it do they count as magical or as mechanical <sighs> yes 
the construct from the gentleman? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you do recall that Albin had said that there are magical kind of nature. There are magic natures about it. There are other things about it that require some infusion knowledge, enchantment knowledge, and uh, a bit of engineering kind of mastery as well. So it's possible that there could be magic involved. Well, just because I'm thinking if we were to figure out a way to send them in, but if it's magic, then it wouldn't really work. So, never mind. I'm good. All right. So day four passes. The morning of day five, the weather finally breaks. The storm has dissipated, so partly cloudy, extremely humid for... Um, it is the tail end of spring, I believe, for this particular campaign. Sometimes I get the weathers a little bit mucked up, but I think we're on the tail end of spring and the beginning of summer. So the humidity is definitely set in after this rainstorm kind of goes through. Um, almost everybody is dealing with it the best they can. We're on now day five. At some point, Mara Albin does tell you that they're about a day away from arrival. Um, you should expect to see them on the horizon by the morning of day six. Anything else you guys want to do before reinforcements get here? I'm good. I'm still working on my craft. I'm going to try and make some, some more dye. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a wisdom check. Wisdom. Ooh, dirty 20. Nice. Now give me intelligence with advantage. Intelligence with advantage. E. 17, what's that one? No, so 18. 18. You managed to create three applications of the healing infusion. Okay, so three apps of the red. Cool, thank you. So, the morning of day six is a flurry of activity. The Plank King Pavu has returned to this main camp with an additional 80 individuals. It would seem he has gathered up at least 262 that are capable of fighting. He has brought with him at least five of the captains that he trusts. Um, at some point, all of you watch, especially Tobias, as the Crimson Mouse kind of comes over the horizon with a fleet of nine additional ships. Um, the Golden Orb is there. The Blue Opal is there. Um, the two additional uh, orc and goblin ships, as well as now it appears to be five uh, war galleys. It would appear that the Zorhashians have gotten involved as well. The Zorhashians have sent their flagship. This is a massive war galley. It is the very first ship that you see, and you can see the dark elves that sailor this craft. Very different from everybody else. The efficiency, the kind of like well-maintained six-deck flagship, well over 300 feet in length, 80 feet in height, just dominating the massive edge of the bay. 
as all the other ships can actually get a little bit closer. The four war galleys coming in a little bit closer, but then the remaining ships get even closer. Um, now, with the Acorn and the four additional ships, including Captain Tolerone's ship and some of the other captains, it would seem a sizable fleet has been assembled at this point. Takes all morning for this activity to happen. Eventually, all of you find yourselves down on the beach as Albin. For you, Mara, it is his one of his notorious, notorious disguises. He is a half-orc in his disguise. You kind of recognize he's used this before. Um, he is uh, tuskless. He is more of a gray, pale skin with white kind of a white hair, but wearing kind of very simple sailor clothing. He seems to be operating as a first mate to Captain Alabaster. There are a series of others that you do not recognize. No sign of what looks like Shulaman, but there are Marquisian officers. There is a expositor that's introduced. Uh, she is introduced to all of you as Terra. Um, Expositor Terra. There are at least three Marquesian captains. There is a Cobalt Soul librarian, as well as a Cerebus Assembly arcane wizard of some sort that has come along as well. All the captains, all the notables that are involved have gathered on the beach, including yourselves. Um, The Plank King and his captains on one side... Um, Captain Alabaster and his, ret- his retinue of new individuals on his side. The goblin captain and the orc captain kind of standing kind of offish to the side. And then there's six of you. All of you milling about the beach. It's Pavu that finally speaks up and goes, Ah, was well, it this just a hearty little gathering of folks? It seems we've assembled ourselves quite a fleet. Um, so... What's the plan? You watch as a service assembly wizard kind of meanders up to the group. Well, I will have words with those that retrieved the manacles, please. Who are you and where are you? Ah, good. My understanding is you also are in, well, possession of the tome that is used to operate the manacles. Yes. Um, That's right. Well, we're assembled. We have some of our best wizards along with some others to attempt to use this thing on this beast and get it contained and back into its imprisonment. So, unfortunately, we'll have to rely on myself. My understanding is you have a wizard amongst you of some notary? That's right. One of the best. Ah, one of the best, you say. Well, this is... Well, I'm still asleep. Well... (laughs) <laughs> You're not that's, the heir? that's my meaning he didn't lose the manacles so he we found him so he's one of the ones that helped find him not not lose him at the they bottom were of very, the ocean 
They were very heavy. So yeah, pretty damn good wizard, if you ask me. <laughs> well, where is he? Are you there or not, Oswald? No, I'm still asleep. Okay. So everybody's there but Oswald. But Oswald, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Um, are we at the beach or are we at camp? You're down in the beach. Beach. Okay, so he's um he's still he's still back at camp. Ah, well, I hope to work with him, and perhaps me and him can well, come up with a way to utilize the manacles and um, minimize the amount of requirement of sacrifice. Um, however, I have no knowledge of its lair or what it's doing. Do any of you have such knowledge? Yeah. Um, before I say anything, can I look at Albin? Just kind of like give like a, a questioning, like should I trust this person type of a look? Side note: Did Mara let us know that Albin was going to be disguised? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, did. Okay. Yeah, like days ago. There's a voice in your head, Mara. Um, this particular wizard we can trust to a degree. The female expositors, definitely Shulaman, have already managed to see through his illusion. But none of us hear that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we actually, I point to Samara and Fire, um, we, we went and observed the lair of the Hydra for about 24 hours just to see kind of what was going on. Yes, and um, uh, what information did you glean from um, this not excursion? A not, not a ton. Um, we got one sighting, one good sighting of it. Um, Samara actually had the best view. Um, he's, he's he's a lot bigger than the last time we saw him. Pretty terrifying. Yep. Mm-hmm. The heads were like and full of things. Long, yeah. full of full of things like, like bodies and and fell like, for a dimensional creature. I am not surprised by this. Now that it is free on the prime material plane, it is probably absorbing the energies here to keep itself anchored. This is probably affecting its physical existence. See, that's pretty accurate, I would say. Um, It also seemed to have some sort of shield around it that, like, dispelled magic. We we don't have a ton of information other than it It, dispelled the magic when it got within 20 feet. Made our familiar go poof. Ah, well, this is different. Um, My suspicion is for something that large to be able to do such a thing, I would imagine it might be it's figured out a way to create an anti-magic field. It is either partially in its realm of existence where it came from, and partially in the material plane. This makes more sense as to why you cannot see exactly where it is. It's really uh, dark inside the hole. Like, you can't see in it. Like, unnatural dark. Unnatural uh, dark. So, like, one second it's there, and then the next second it's popping its head out, and you don't see it, like, coming up from the bottom. It might be using a darkness field, a darkness spell of some sort to hide itself. Well, yeah. that would seem strange if it has the ability to 
project an anti-magic field as well. Perhaps this is something else. I don't know. A giant uh, portable hole. All of the, all of the books that I have read and been able to do some study on this creature, courtesy of Expositor Irene here, um, as well as Librarian uh, Magir. I think at some yes. point this creature was meant to be trapped and maintained wherever it came from. I came across some writings in regards to the Stone Lord's vault. Um, something about the false Don Father using this as a uh, mounted creature or a pet of some sort. Um, and all evidence of the false Don Father as well as this creature were all entombed in something called the Storm Lord's Vault. Now, I've spoken with Librarian Magia, and he has stated that most of the cursed equipment that was, well, attributed to the false Don Father has been safely put into the Hall of Knowing back in Nicodranus so that the False Father cannot come back into existence. Now, we will not go down the path and discuss some of the other things now. Let us try to focus on this. As you guys noticed that the, um, the wizard kind of like, the Cerebus wizard kind of like glares at Pavu and Pavu just kind of shuts up almost immediately. I would appreciate you not being in my head. Thank you very much. We have many things to discuss. I can assure you, the Sabbath Assembly has no interest in Darkto. I leave that nonsense to the Marquisians. You see, as the Marquisian captains all kind of shuffle nervously behind Captain Alabaster. And there's a voice in your head, Mara. Yes, this is the difficult part. There's a noticeable tension at this point. Now, does anybody have any semblance of a plan how we can get the manacles? Myself, and at least this individual you call Oswald, I'm hoping can aid me, as well as the uh, librarian Magir, into this lair so that we can contain the creature. Now, we need diversions, we need support, we need everything that you can muster to give us this opportunity. The real question becomes, do we do it, well, do we do it on the prime material plane? Or we do it wherever this creature currently resides? This, which is the, the best option? I don't know, without knowing for sure what we face. Thoughts? Questions? Everybody's just kind of all staring at each other, kind of nervously, not really sure what to say. I think we should polymorph it into a snake and then put the 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 manacles on the snake, like all along, and then that makes it work, right? Is there a limit on how big a creature can be to polymorph? Uh, I think you have to have seen it. I mean, we can turn the creature into anything we know or have knowledge of. You could turn it into a mouse if you chose to. Um, yeah, but all of the manacles wouldn't fit on a mouse. Well, all the manacles will fit on a snake. 
You know, I mean, the, the, how big the creature starts. Not like, very. It has to be, like, I large mean, or smaller. No, we can manage this, regardless of its size. My concern is if it's resistant or perhaps even immune to such abilities as possible. Oh, man. What if it's uh, immune to possible? There's always the possibility oh. that if we cannot cause it to come out of its lair, we have to deal with it within its lair, it's quite possible our magics may not work. But we may need to figure out a day, a way to deal with that as well. We, we already know that magic doesn't work in there, so I would say we take all the ships, we draw it out with fire, and when it comes out to get the ships, then you guys can be set up to ambush it with the manacles. So you're going to use me as bait? Tobias, I thought you loved me. What can we try to find a way? Okay, yeah, I got the joke. Can we try to find a way to get rid of fire. his magic? Fire. Okay, well, we have to. We have to see if the plan. magic field follows it. Yeah. Originally, our plan, our, part of our plan was to use, uh, and I never pronounce it correctly, geese, 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 geese. Yeah. Um, yeah. To get it to... Wait a minute. Uh, you all want to get a flock of birds down in there to deal with this thing. I don't get yes. that. Yes. Flock of birds. The f- a flock and, of birds And, and you realize it, the question's um, coming from Broken Tooth. Now, look. Just give me all the cannon and all the powder and shot. I'll anchor myself in that fucking harbor and I'll get them. I'll get that Hydra out there. I'm the last one that fought it and it's got it's got a taste for me. I could get it out. You could watch as the goblin and orc captain on the other side kind of snicker and and kind of like, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, so did your cannons have any effect on it? If, did you ever get a shot in on it? Yeah, we, we wounded it. We did some damage to it. I mean, I only withdraw because Pavu over here ain't got the balls to stay in the fight. Now, when you hit it, did it seem like it was doing as much damage as it should have? Or did it seem like it was doing less damage than it should have? I would expect my cannon shot should have done a better job than it was doing. Okay. And was it, was it, uh, let me ask you something, that your cannons, were, were they, did they have a longer range than, than that thing's uh, weapons, his breath weapons? It didn't see, you know, that's a good point, Mouse. It didn't seem to want to come out and into the harbor directly. It just seemed to linger and continue to kind of, you know, destroy the town. It never bothered with me. I was far enough out. I thought I was doing enough damage to it to draw it out even further. It's almost as if maybe something else had its interest the entire time. Like I said, I only brought my ship in because Pavu needed it. For this grand assault that we have planned. Well, we appreciate you coming and helping us. What's yeah, holding its town then that's drawing its attention? Because that's what's, what happened earlier. What's mm-hmm. holding its interest in town? What could be underneath uh, Darktoe that it'd be trying to get at? Uh, Plant King, uh, what's in Darktoe? Is there anything strange there that might have, uh, you know... Drawn its attention? Not to my knowledge. I mean, it seems to have anchored itself in the middle of town. Um, In fact, in the very throne room that I often reside in and hold council. 
I mean, we got some treasures there. We got some items and things that we keep locked up and in reserve in case we're ever assaulted by these fucking Marquisians, which I still they... think it's, I still think this is all they're doing. I mean, look at them. They're so happy and eager to get their town back. Uh, I, I, I don't know if that's, that's true. We all need to get along right here and work as a team. You know, well, we can always fight it out at a later date, right? So once we get rid of Scourge together, we got to get rid of Scourge. That's that's affecting everybody here. I would imagine oh, you guys it? would all agree with me. Is it affecting everybody here? I don't think I necessarily agree with that. I mean, my town is in ruin. Anybody who survives this can lay claim to my town. I'm still not even sure if I should put my full weight into this. Well, all right, well, what about you, Marquisians? Are you going to try to take Darktoe when we're done killing this thing? You watch as the Cobalt Soul Expositor steps up. Now, gentlemen, if you would so kindly as please calm down. We have all agreed to the council. Currently, Captain Alabaster holds sway over the, the main... Council of the original fleet. He has agreed, and so have the Marquisian captains, to join council. The Zohashian flagship, however, is a different story altogether. Um, all of you there, the four of you, go ahead and give me insight checks. Insight check. On eight on in disguise. Insight. Oh, God, that sucks. I got a six. Thirty twenty. Yeah. Oh, hey. Twenty-six. Sam Mar and Fire. There is genuine shock that the Zarhashian ship is here. This is clearly not part of Shulaman's plan, whatever it is. And this has kind of made things a little bit more interesting. In fact, as she says that, you watch as a tandem, a very strange looking tandem, just brushes up onto the beach. And you watch a very tall, thin, pale-looking drow elf kind of walk in amongst this this kind of group that is having this conversation. And you watch. Have you ever met a drow? Um, not that you can recall. Okay. You watch okay. as she begins to take off her gloves and tucks them into her belt. And she looks, clasps her hands behind her back, and just kind of stands there looking and taking in everybody that's standing here. I'm fascinated. Because I've never met a drow. (laughs) (laughs) What does she want? Hi. She just stands there, taking everything in. I like your ship. I thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't. Were you buttering her up? Well, what do you want to be I part is, of a crew? Don't you like her ship too? It's pretty cool. Well, anyways, like I was saying, better to get along than be at each other's throats. So. The core of the plan 
is clearly to get the librarian, Magia, and to get, well, to get Corfell, as well as this Oswald individual, down into the lair, or get the creature out of its lair, and get the manacles applied. Now, the question is, do we contribute to the diversion? Do we assist in getting you into the lair? These are the questions. These are the plans that we must understand and try to figure out. Well, I feel like you know. something is holding its attention in Darktoe. We need to find out what that is. Yeah, because if we can't draw it out... We'll have to go in. We'll have right. to go in. Captain Alabaster will do whatever it takes, but just be aware... The bay and the harbor are littered with the remains of the other ships. It'll be very difficult to maneuver there. We've been working on our cannons with the help of the Marquesian captains to get a little bit more longer range through overpacking them with more powder. Our hope is to draw the creature out of the lair and partially into the harbor where we can be more effective. With the Sarhashian flagship here, however, that seems to be more probable and possible. Um, and he, Captain Alabaster kind of looks over at the Zarhassian captain. Uh, captain Veteran, would you kindly fill us in on the capabilities of your ship so that we can plan more appropriately? Ah, uh, yes, Captain Alabaster, it's always good to see you again. How are you? Well, you can see how well I'm doing, can't you? Well, yes, I understand. Things are very difficult these days. Yes. The Zohashian flagship, the Naked Eye, is here to do its best. We have three decks of 20 guns per deck. We can broadside up to 60 cannon at a time. Our range is a quarter mile at its best. We can heavily bombard the creature's lair and hopefully assist in getting you getting this thing out. You can watch as all of the other captains shift nervously. The Marquesians look just guffawed. They're just shocked. You watch as the librarian Majir speaks for the first time as he... Are you telling me you've managed to manufacture cannon that can shoot... A quarter mile in range? Uh, yes, teacher, we have. I can assure you, it is limited to our flagship. But, you know, this uh, stuff that we have. Uh, are, you, are the cannonballs, can you make them magic or something? So they do more damage? Well, let's just say we use specialized cannons. Awesome. I think that'll... Well, are we going to... Does it matter if we kill it or capture it? I don't know. I'm merely here at the behest of the Zahashian Queen. She seems compelled to uh, assist and get things back to normal, as they say. I am here for that. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. It, it oh, was yeah. capture it, Tobias. That's why we have the manacles. Yeah, but... If we can't get it out to get the manacles on it, can't we just kill it right where it is? 
Why did they have to put... Why did they capture it the first time and not kill it? It might not be killable. Ah, well, I think my, we should heal it to death. My understanding is it was a creature of a different realm, a different place of existence. The attempts to banish it were not successful. So, there was a curse placed on it through a combination of both a geese effect as well as the curse as well in an effort to trap it in the vault. That seemed to work at the time. However, with its release, we are not sure what its current capabilities are, as it's been wandering and doing quite a considerable amount of damage, although one would wonder how it can be in two places at once, but it would seem to have been able to do that. Mara, you hear a voice in your head. Um, none of them know yet about the other creature. Most of them think this creature is responsible. Figured. Well, I just, I worry about your captain. His motor mouth, as they say. Uh, haven't figured out a way to get him to stop yet. Tobias, give me a wisdom save. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, 19. 19. DC was a 20, because it's quite high level. You guys watch as Tobias gets a very placid, glassy-eyed look. For you, Tobias, everybody here is super friendly, but the white-haired half-orc is your bestest friend. And you kind of wander <laughs> over to him and just stand there and look up at him, and he smiles at you, and you smile at him. It's good. I see this. I'm I'm, oh, no, I'm, you're not. You're, you're not there. You're I still am, sleepy. I give him like a little punch. I give him like a little See, I, I give. I give an opportunity like that, and Oswald's asleep. Mm -hmm. yeah. do, do I? Do I notice? I say all of your passive is well understood. Mar, you clearly understand what just happened. I'm. I'm looking like perplexed at Tobias. I'm trying to get Fire's attention. Yeah. I'm, leaning, like, I'm leaning like this against his against his calf. Yeah. Just give her like a, a nod, like it's okay. Mm -hmm. We're good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, anyways, if you desire my ship to be the one to, well, be the one directly involved. I don't see any reason why we should put the other ships in jeopardy in case we need to evacuate the island for any reason. If this thing is anchored to something here, our ship and our cannon should be more than enough to pull it out of its lair, giving all of you the opportunity to do what you need to do. The Bright Queen is very explicit in her orders to me not to directly jeopardize the ship, but I believe, at safe distance, the naked eye can do what is required. I'm, I'm going to look at Broken Tooth. What was the range of Gurge's breath weapons? Well, I mean, me and mine anchored out at about 150, 200 feet. At about 120 feet, you come under fire of that thing directly. I'd set a scouting party ashore, um... Uh, maybe, well, we had snuck in on one of our smaller scows 
set in a scouting pod maybe a day or so ago to kind of check to see what's been going on since we left the bay. Um, haven't heard back from them. I'm assuming they must have been killed. But from what I remember, well over a a hundred feet. Over a hundred feet. So half Um, a mile out would be good. Yeah. How how long's a half a mile? Quarter mile. Thousand-ish. Quarter of a mile? Thousand-ish. Fifteen hundred feet. Well, it's, it's a long ways. Okay. Well, all so, this is nice and sweet talk. But the question is, if I take me and my men and my followers directly in and help support this diversion and get you safely delivered down into Darktoe itself, we're all going to be exposed. The... um. Service Assembly Wizard that was described as Corfell. I think I can help with this. I have brought enough items and enough support magical equipment as well that we could all safely, using invisibility, make our way down into Docto itself. My main concern is this barrier that our friends here have described. However, if we can draw it out and we do not need to come in contact with this barrier in any way, perhaps we can have some advantages with that. My understanding is the tome that your friends possess in regards to the manacles are designed specifically so that when you make physical contact with the creature... It is supposed to entrap it. It takes some times to do. It takes a bit of time to do the invocation. But my understanding is, the the magics and enchantments on the manacles themselves are more, how shall we say, hyperbole, not m- intended for true visual representation. It's the mere fact the manacles come in contact with it, and the magics infused in the manacles then cause things to happen to the creature. But there are certain things that the creature's condition must be in before we can apply the manacles. Question is, mm-hmm. do we possess enough of the skill and abilities to get it into that condition? Well, what condition does it need to condition. be? Yeah. Well, either the ability to apply a geese to it, or... Dominate its will, perhaps. Um, figure out a way to uh, weaken its ability to be on the physical plane. And perhaps we plane shift to wherever it's anchored and trap it there. These are thoughts and ideas that me and Majir and the others have been discussing. With the... Would it be smaller on the other plane? <clears throat> I am... I have no idea what size it would be. Well, if we smash it up with cannonballs from uh, that ship and it gets damaged enough, maybe it'll slip into its other plane to hide and then be damaged enough where we can get it into the manacles. Well, if this 
thing that it's created is a barrier between two planes of existence. This might explain why it's able to recuperate and maintain itself. But it must be expending great deals of power to be able to do this. So one begs the question, where is it getting the power from? Or why has it not just simply left? If all it chooses to do is to escape back into its own plane of existence, why not go? Why not leave? Maybe there's something there that's got power that nobody knows about. That's why it's staying here. I'm, I'm I think at, if you had a town at, there, you'd know about it if something like that was in the town. I'm looking at uh, the, the Plank King and, you know, like, does he, like, twitch or anything at that? Any, uh, give me an insight check. Re- give me an insight check. 18? You watch as he leans down to Captain Toleran and kind of whispers in his ear. Um, you partially catch through the lip reading. He mentions something about an orb. Mm. And they both kind of exchange a glance, and Toleran just kind of shrugs. And uh, the Plank King kind of goes back to just listening into the conversation. So there's an orb down in the bottom. I'm not saying this out loud. (laughs) Okay. So this council continues on. Oswald, have you woken up yet? I'll take the silence as a no. He's actually really asleep. (laughs) (laughs) So Oswald's still not with you. All of you are... Still down on the beach. It's mid-morning at this point, as everybody's I'm, kind of broken off into little groups to discuss I'm, things. Um, I'm going to send a message to Oswald. I don't even know if he's online right now, to be honest with you. I'm right here. He's, oh, okay. Are you are you awake yet, Oswald? Yeah, I'm awake. Okay. Fire, go ahead. Oh, wait, what's anything important? Oswald! Oswald! There's... The, the the magicians okay not magicians the wizards that <laughs> the magicians. are coming to help with the <laughs> with the capturing of scourge they want to talk to you bring the book we're at the beach we're gonna make them disappear okay give me a minute I go back to sleep <laughs> what I'm gonna send Pepper over there to just use talons I just laugh so much. <laughs> At some point, Oswald, you're awakened by uh, a peregrine falcon that is just sitting outside your tent and just nattering at you, and you feel something wet just <laughs> right on your forehead. <laughs> and then it flies out. I'm just going to sigh and then pick up the stuff and start groggily walking. Okay. Eventually, as all the different groups of people have begun to discuss amongst themselves, the Marquisians seem to stay a little bit further away from most of the pirate captains, but Captain Alabaster, the Marquisians, are talking quite heatedly with the um, Cobalt Soul Librarian, uh, the Expositor Irene, and the uh, Service Assembly Wizard Corfell. Uh, they seem to be having their own conversation 
not quite. It's enough for you to pick up on. They seem to be arguing about, you know, the capabilities and, you know, the ability to even apply these manacles. Um, the five of you stand there and you watch as a very sleepy-eyed Oswald kind of trundles down onto the beach to stand near you. Meanwhile, there's all these conversations going on around you. I, I want to go over by the uh, Marquisians and see what they're talking about. Okay, you wander over there. You're no longer under any influence um, at this point, Tobias. You're not sure why, but at some point, everybody's still your friend, but the half-orc's not nearly your best friend, and you just kind of wander off and... Yeah, I'm his best friend. You make your way over to the Marquisians to listen into their conversation with Captain Alabaster and the others from Nicodranus. What are the rest of you doing? I'm watching out for Oswald. Okay. Oswald's there now. Do we have anything to make a hero's feast before Mm -hmm. we do this? Mm -hmm. Just keeping that in mind. We even got the bowl from from Mara's family. Are we yeah, doing so this? I know you have it, right? Mm-hmm. If not, I have it too. Yeah. Why are we leaving? Well, um, Oswald, there's this gentleman over here that wants to talk to you about the the book that came with the manacles and says that you guys can talk about how to that, how to trap church. That's not what I asked. I asked how long until we're leaving. Well, Till we leave? I mean, you know, about that long? <sighs> Maybe he knows and go walk over to the other mage guy. I point him out. His name is... Uh, Magic wizard person. That's all you need to say. Ma- Majir? Majir. Sounds a lot like magician. No, it that's, does, a lo- that's is- the librarian. Uh, oh, okay. Korfell. His name is Korfell? The so as you wander over, um, the very tall, thin, gaunt-looking wizard dressed all in simple blacks and grays oh, and shoot, reds. It's Jafar. <laughs> uh, kind of looks over at you and, and, and ah, is you must be Oswald? Yes, am I correct? Uh, yeah. So you've had time to study the tome? Uh, yeah, I can read it, yeah. Please, come with me and Machia for a second. And the three of you kind of wander off towards your own little kind of conversation point. So, here's the difficulty. I would not recommend sharing this with everybody else because, well, it might cause problems. But here's how it works. Machia here will read the tome. He helped in its construct. So he understands it best of the three of us, I think. Now, I will invoke the Manacles of Entrapment that has the Geese spell built into it. Now, the difficult part is the invocation of the teleportation. Is this something that you could be able to handle, Oswald? Yeah, probably. Do you have knowledge of teleportation spells and arcana related to teleportation? I've got the spells, but we never use them because they want to stay on their big ship because they're all asses. Yes, you have a very interesting way of describing things. Anyways, um, please take this scroll and he hands you 
a scroll of greater teleportation. Please spend the next day before we kick off this little adventure learning the scroll. This is a very powerful spell. If you're capable of learning it, then it will help us greatly. It will be used in conjunction with the final invocation of the Geese effect. Now, the invocation of the manacles will be handled by Magia. He will have to spend some time reading the book. Once the book is done, then I will invoke the manacles. Whatever condition it's in does not matter at this point. I simply get the manacles in contact with it for the Geese effect to happen. Then, once the Geese has been applied, Oswald... You invoke the greater teleportation spell that will immediately send it back to where it needs to go. Uh, the, are the three of us clear on this? Yeah. Now, the difficulty is maintaining concentration while doing this. The greater teleportation spell is going to require concentration. My invocation, Magia's invocation, will require greater concentration as well. It's quite possible that many will die helping us get in contact with this creature. It's just the way it is. But no matter what happens, the three of us must complete this ritual for this to work. If it does not, I do not know what our backup plan is. Uh probably pelt it with cannonballs. I honestly don't think it takes any damage from anything but magical weapons. It is one of the reasons why I secretly sent a message to the Bright Queen in an effort to get the Zohashian flagship here. Their new cannons are magical. I believe they are the only ones that will be able to do damage to it. I'm afraid that the orc may have misunderstood his own eyes, as they say. It seems we have a consensus, and we understand each other's responsibilities. Uh, please let me know when you have learned that spell, and then the three of you kind of drift off in different directions. Oswald, you make your way back over to where everyone else is standing. Tobias, the whole conversation that you're listening into, go ahead and give me a perception check. Perception... Da, 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 70. 26. Yeah. The Marquesian captains are definitely obsessed with the Zarhassian claim of the range of their cannons. This has definitely got their attention. And most of the conversation between them and uh, Irene and Captain Alabaster and his, you know, his first mate and everybody else that's made up of the Blue Opal, they are having this conversation. And then Captain... What does it matter? I mean, if they have the cannons, they have it. The Zahefe must know about this. This is this is a game changer. Imagine a fleet of Zohasian vessels that could merely sit outside of harbors uh, and besiege them, cannonade them, and we are defenseless. I mean, well, the Zohasians are here to help. We need to start there first. Clearly, the Bright Queen has a vested interest in getting this creature under control. 
the, the coast and the transportation routes are a disaster. And this conversation is just going back and forth. Um, the Marquesian captains are definitely nervous at this point. Mid-morning drifts into late morning at this point as conversations continue. What are you guys doing with your time? I'm studying that that, that book. Scroll. Uh, go ahead and give me an arcana check, please, Mr. Oswald. Uh, non-natural 20. It's very similar to a teleportation spell. Uh, what's your highest spell level you can learn right now? Uh, six. And what's a teleportation spell level? I forget. Teleport? Yeah, teleport uh, spell. I don't Regular know. teleport? I think it's seven. Hold on, let me look it up. Uh, uh, yeah, it's seven. So, greater teleportation is a ninth level spell. It will be difficult for you to control, but given a solid 24 hours of study and a series of checks, you could learn it, but it'll be dangerous for you to use for sure. I want to see if I could get a hold of Captain Alabaster when I can. Okay. The rest of you, what are you doing? Plane or... Are we assuming that it can, like, go to a different plane? Higher, maybe? I think we're assuming it can, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What if we, I mean, if it gets banished, if it's from a different plane originally and it fails, you know, I mean, maybe rolls a one. Um, Unless it's got complete immunity to banishment. Yeah, doesn't it go back to its original home or its original plane or whatever? Yeah, and as long as you don't lose concentration for a minute, it should stay there. But I don't think that was a possibility because he was saying that it it failed to be banished. Mm. Because yeah, I just don't know what I should go uh, study up and save up. I don't think I have much that can be helpful. Well, I was thinking about doing like, what is this? It's um, magic circle. That do. So it's you create a ten foot radius. 20-foot tall cylinder of magical energy centered on a point on the ground that you can see within range. Uh, You can choose one of the following types of creatures. Celestials, elementals, phase fiends, or undead. Undead. And the circle affects the creature um, of the chosen type in the following ways. So the creature can't willingly enter the cylinder by non-magical means. But uh, it says uh, and, and it says when you cast a spell, you can elect to cause its magic to operate in the reverse direction, preventing the creature of the selected type from leaving the cylinder and protected, protecting targets outside. So it says the t- creature has 
disadvantage on attack rolls against the targets within the cylinder. And then targets within the cylinder can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by the creature. But if I flip it and it's in the center of the circle, or at least the circle is kind of inside it, um, mm -hmm. then it has disadvantage on attack rolls on everything outside of the cylinder. And it can't move. And we can't be frightened by its, you know, terrible, awesome presence. I mean, that sounds is there, good. Is there any way that it could be immune to that or that it wouldn't work? It's a charisma save. Okay. I mean, can't imagine yeah. this creature is very charismatic. Oh, you'd be surprised. I know. Um, yeah. But it's one of the things that I was thinking of trying... Um, because, you know, hey, disadvantage on all attack rolls against anything. Yeah, I mean, that's... And, and we can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. Yeah, super clutch that's if that happens. And it not being able to move. Once we get it out of its if it's not hole, immune, If it's not immune to everything we throw at it. True. True. So really want to know what's in Dark Joe, personally. What has its attention? Well, um, I overheard... Wait, is anybody paying attention to us? Uh, give me a perception check. All of us? Um, fire asked the question, so... Okay. I got a 19. 19. You can see that Tobias seems to be patiently waiting for Captain Alabaster. Oswald is heavily studying the scroll with Asborn looking over his shoulder. Um, the three of you seem to be just simply another group of people talking... No one seems to be paying a particular attention to the three of you. Okay. I am going to cast Telepathic Bond while we're sitting here, you know, bloody, bloody, bloody. <clears throat> okay. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Looking nonchalant. Looking nonchalant. La, 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 la. Time goes by. You feel these. Just my friends. You feel the synapses connect. <laughs> Connect with everybody. So I overheard the Plank King talking to Tolerand about an orb. And kind of I think I didn't catch that part, but there were some significant looks. And I think that the Plank King knows what <laughs> is holding Scourge's attention, but he doesn't want to share it with everybody because, you mm. know. He doesn't want people taking his character. How dare he not share with the class? I know. Well, I am feeling mighty useless right now, since I don't know the magics. <laughs> I might be down for some recon. <laughs> well, I mean, you have, you have plenty of magic of your own, and you are awesome. It's a different kind of magic, but thank it you. Is, it's a different kind of magic, but it is no less awesome. So and um, everybody's awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Okay. So, <laughs> um, but I, Samara, but I, yeah, I think it's I think it's that orb thing. Samara, do you, do you remember what direction he was looking in when he popped his little heads out of his hidey hole? 
Do I remember what direction he was looking in? He was looking was towards the harbor. Us. Yeah, it was away from you guys and down towards the harbor. I mean, there you was know, a lot of space there, but it was down towards the harbor. So you know how Broken Tooth said he sent some scouts in? Mm-hmm. To, yeah, I'm thinking that um, that the other night when, when we heard that, or saw that, that might have been the scouts. So... I have a really stupid idea. Oh. Yes. <laughs> of course. And are you guys maintaining this telepathic kind of yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. Totally as well? It's, All right. it's totally for an hour. hour. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tobias, while you're waiting for Captain Alabaster, you're, you can hear the telepathic conversation and participate. Uh-huh. Oswald, you're studying the scroll, and you know you can hear what they're saying in your head as well. As long as they were within 30 feet. Were they within 30 um, feet of us? Yeah, I'll say that's fine. Okay. Fire, how long does invis- in your invisibility last? Um, let me look. Uh, we should just tell him so we know what... He should tell somebody, and if he's not going to do it, we should. Tell somebody what? What are you talking about? About the orb. Do, hold on. You hold on. Let me get through my stupid idea first. Maximum duration of 12 hours per... Uh, 12-hour period. So. Okay. Yeah. So. Since I can't no, do anything. No, for every, two, for every tw- day. Yeah. I don't need to, like, learn any spells or study any books or do anything. What if you invisible me, I put on my fancy flippers, and I swim all by myself under the water into the harbor, come out from the harbor side and do a little bit of recon, see if I can find this orb. You will have to turn into your fancy flipper self before we cast invisibility on you. Because... Oh, no, no. I have, like, I pull them out of my bag. I have flippers. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Those fancy <laughs> flippers, not spell flippers. Not Got spell it. flippers. Because if I don't you do the magics. Spell, if you cast a spell, it turns off the invisibility. No, no, no. No spells. Okay. Um, Unless somebody else can also be invisible at the same time. So when you're in the harbor, are you going to be looking for treasure? I'm going to be looking for the orb. Oh, I don't think the orb is in the harbor. I think the right, orb... Right, no, I'm going, to, I'm going to use the harbor as my point of entrance. Don't, don't do this until we are going for the... I mean, like, with everybody and we have a, a distraction. But they're going to be distract- distracting like- from the harbor. I just, I just want to be like sneaky, sneaky, quiet. No one's going to see me. No one's going to know. Scourge will know and he will eat you. While they're dealing with Scourge because then they're all distracted. Yeah, but when they're dealing with Scourge, aren't we going to also have to be like dealing with Scourge? Well, yeah, but part of us dealing with Scourge is going in and finding out what he's, you know, attracted to, right? I don't know. I'm just like, I, yeah. I use the eye of knowing on. Are you guys trying to get yourselves killed? I mean, I, I get me. I'm only living a few more years, but. We're not <laughs> trying to get Why you. Why are you guys I did trying say to it was a dumb I did say that. Okay. Don't go in there until we're ready to do the assault. Not, and you might, like. You go in through that door, and then all of the magic goes away. Well, but that's only within 20 feet of him. 
assuming that's within 20 feet of him. It might be 20 feet of his lair. It might be 20 feet around him. Or Don't... just, it might be the tip of the iceberg <sighs> yeah. at the top, and it might go farther in there. That's true. We don't know. I mean, if it's around him, it could be a hundred feet around him, and he's a hundred, you know, eighty feet underground. Sure. That'd be a wet cave, though, because the water table's pretty high. I, ha I don't know. I don't think he's down that low. Well. Like he is a hydrant. He probably likes water. But you have to see him to use the eye of Ooh. knowing, don't you? Does anybody? Does anybody have locate object spell? I do. Um, but I didn't prep it. Yeah, but we have to know the object. I can't just like orb. No, and I tried and I tried to scry on him, and it stopped at his lair. So probably he's stopped anti magic. Mm -hmm. So do I have to see the subject, or do I have to be talking to the subject? It's always been a little fuzzy. What did you write down? To do I wrote down. But I have no idea. I did not write down much. I said advantage on persuasion, plus two to charisma, three times per long rest, wisdom, DC 19. <laughs> Originally, it was described that you had to be face-to-face -face with the target, that you had to be able to... Um, have a conversation? Ha it was always described as... You were always afraid that if Shulaman got his hands on it, it would be a great way to interrogate people. Um and that there's very little that people could do once under its influence. So the, you know, if someone's a willing participant, that's one course of action. If you're an unwilling participant, you have to physically touch the individual and then have the conversation and make the checks. That's why we tried it on me, but... Some idea, what if I go talk to the captain and I shake his hand or put my hand on his arm and just say, oh, I'd love to chat with you about a little something. But do they know that they're being I of knowing? <laughs> Did I know that I was being I of knowing when she used to You were a willing participant. You were willing. Well, I know, but did I get a feeling? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Or oh, I got after? an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. Yeah. This not a dumb idea. Do it to Alvin. <laughs> Do that. I have knowing to Albin. Go do it to Albin, and then I can ask him if he knew. Okay. If I mean, I knew what? three times for long rest. She was so. doing it to him. Where is Albin? Right, because so he won't be a willing participant. Okay. Okay. Right. So where is he? He is currently standing uh, um, outside the circle of Captain Alabaster, the Marquisian captains, and the ex the expositor known as. Um, uh, Irene, which is said to be Shulaman. He is standing kind of a little bit behind uh, Captain Alabaster with the other pretending to be an officer and pretending to be uh, Captain Alabaster's officer. Has he been introduced? No, he has not. Other people. Do I know what his normal fake name is? It doesn't. He changes it every time. It kind of depends on the circumstance. But you give me um, give me a quick insight check. Lucky. That's terrible. That is a eleven. Uh, DC was a ten. Um, <laughs> eleven is actually average. Um, it, you do know that possibly doing this stunt could dispel his illusion. 
Oh, shit. Uh, Take it back. Don't do that. Don't do that. No. Um, go. We don't don't want to do it in front of people anyways. Who can we, I have, or who can we, uh, who can we do this to? What can I do for you, Captain Tobias? You are kind of lost in thought, and then you realize that Captain Alabaster is kind of hovering nearby. Oh, shit. Ah. Can we hear them? (laughs) No. Can I shut it off, or is it, am I stuck? Well, no, I mean, your your mental connection is a mental communication with the others through the bond. This verbal conversation you're having, you could either choose to or choose not to share it. No, I'm not going to share it. Okay. Because they are passing on information. Um, (laughs) By the way, we took good care of your uh, ship. She's in good shape. All the damage and repairs have been made. Uh, your crew restored to full capacity. I've transferred some of the men from the Golden Trident and one of the other Marquesian vessels, and you have a full complement of crew now. Your cannon right. has been repaired as well. And we've installed well, eight new cannon on the opposite deck. You can now broadside up to eight shots per side. Nice. Sounds good. And we've refilled your magazine as well. Full powder, full shot. Cannon and everything you need. Uh, I appreciate it. I got a... Oh, don't get me wrong. We'll take it out of your contract, but it's the least we could do. Okay, whatever. Uh, (laughs) I don't think I'll be alive for it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, But besides the point, um, some things happened. Deals had to be made. Uh, Sorry to swear allegiance to the Plank King. Oh, that's okay. You and a thousand other do it all the time. Doesn't mean right, shit. Well, yeah, I just want to let you know in case you. Well, you're not my captain. You're your own captain. I, the council. I know, but... The council was to get us here safely. We now have a new council trying to figure out what to do about scourge. Yeah. All right. Well, I just want to let you know in case you didn't want to be my friend anymore or something. Oh, I can assure you, Captain Tobias, we are going to be friends for at least. How much longer do you live? Eight years? Nine years? No, I got, I got. Well, I mean, at least past. Hopefully, past a couple days here. <laughs> we'll see. Fair enough. Oh, uh, by at the least way, be a yeah, for two days until this thing kills us. By the way, uh, my Zorhasian friend over there, uh, Vidara, um, wanted me to give these to you, and he hands you a very small bottle of Zorhasian whiskey. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. She says it's the shit. I don't know what that means. It could be shit. I don't know. Never drank it myself. But she seems very impressed with your, well, you and your team's accomplishments. Seems the Storm Chasers have even been known to the Bright Queen. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, you know, that's how we do it here. The old Storm Chasers, you know, word gets out. Yes, word gets out, Tobias, to everybody. Exactly. You gotta sing your praises, nobody else is going to. Sure. All right, well, good luck. Yeah, well, hopefully this plan won't be too fucking crazy, now will it? It it sounds pretty crazy. It does, but it's gotta be done. Yeah, well... I got to figure out the most dangerous part of it, and I'm going to be in that part of it because it's kind of my fault this whole thing happened. Well, what do you mean, Captain? 
This is alabaster, right? This is alabaster. It's alabaster. Yeah. yeah. I thought alabaster now, knew. Not the whole truth. Well, I told you we we, we followed that tri- that pirate map and yeah, I remember the, the map and, and I helped you the vault. The gentleman and, and 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 the rest of us helped you get the uh, armaments yeah. and the armor and all the other stuff to the oh, um and, to the cobalt soul and. Stashed away in their vaults. I remember when, all that. That's when that's when the Hydra got out. Oh, you failed to mention that part, Captain. I don't know if I did. I've been telling everybody. Well, I, I unless they put their hands over my well, mouth. Well, I believe the well, yeah, I believe the last <laughs> time we had a conversation about how the the equipment got out of the vault, there were a series of hands put on your mouth, and it turned into mumbles. Yeah, I don't that's... speak mumble. Yeah, I know. I, you know, that's how they do it with me. They don't want anybody knowing what happened. But you know, well, hey, I got to tell you, your willingness whatever. to take on the danger part sounds about right. All right. Well, as soon as we figure out which that one is, just let me know. Oh, I'm sure you'll figure it out for yourself, Captain. Yeah. All right. Kind of walks back over to the Marquesians and kind of gives a few more orders, and the groups now are getting smaller. It's more of one of the Marquisian captains along with Captain Alabaster, um, Majir, Corfol, Irene, uh, the Plank King, um, Captain Tolerand, uh, Broken Tooth. Um, but everybody else kind of disperses as this seems to be the main group trying to figure out what to do. Um, they are busy loading, unloading tandems. The shore is now awash with people coming and going. As the final reinforcements from the remaining part of the island seem to be showing up, um, the Zarhassians are um, the Zarhassian captain goes back to their tandem and then makes their way back to the flagship. Um, and it's just now the small cadre of all of you kind of having this final conversation. And the plague king kind of looks down at everybody and goes, "All right, that it's an agreement. Me and mine will come from the land side." We'll do our best to draw it out, however that is. I will create small groups of individuals to run about Darkto in an effort to confuse it and get it to come out as far as we can get it. Now, the Zohashians seem to think that uh, their cannonades will be enough as well. And the main focus will be to confuse it, keep it busy, long enough for these three here to do their job. Captain Alabaster kind of looks past everybody, then looks at the Plank King. Arr, Parvu, you seem content with this. You'll take damage for sure. Your people will be in jeopardy. I understand they'll be in jeopardy, but it's our fucking town. It's our city. It's our home. And I want to keep it that way. I just assume keep these Marquisians out of my town. The rest of you could deal at an arm's distance. We'll be doing the groundwork. And you watch as Pavu kind of looks around. The question is, when do we kick this little event off? Well, well, if he's gaining strength, the longer he stays, probably sooner rather than later. I couldn't agree more. I've already begun to disperse my men, break down camp, make our way to the other side of the island by this evening. I say a dawn attack. Any particular reason why at dawn, Tobias? It just sounds good when you say it. We attack at dawn. It's dramatic. 
Well, our hope is that young Oswald here can learn the spell by tomorrow, so as long as he feels confident that he can manage and control the invocation, the rest of us are ready as well. Um, we will be using our greater invisibility to get us down to where we need to go. You watch as potions are handed out to both Majir and Oswald. Um, this potion... Uh, has the same effect as greater invisibility, only for the individual, not the group. We will use this to sneak our way down into Darkto and determine what our next step is, either to go into its lair or deal with it while it's outside of its lair. That will be our job, our responsibility. Now, young Majir here will influence the medicals so that they can be carried by uh, myself, uh, so that that part of the job is my requirement. With Pavu and the others coming from the land side, the Zohasian flagship, and any other ships in support coming from the harbor side, this should give us the distraction that we need. The question is, if all of this fails, what is our end game? How do we get out? And is there even an option of getting out? Hmm. Well, we retreat to what ships are left and I guess take off. It's maybe our only option. If this creature cannot be contained, well, it'll be very unfortunate. It'll be a long, difficult summer and even a more deadlier winter. Hmm. So, we are all in agreement. The dawn of the seventh day, we will all coordinate our efforts. Um, we have some people that can send messages as well. We will make sure that they are evenly dispersed amongst all the individuals. I am not worried about the Zahashians. I know that they have those capabilities already. The primary responsibility of the Zahashians is to bombard the town first. So, let's all agree that after an hour of bombardment... We will kick off our parts of the plan. Is this agreeable with you, Captain Pavu? Ah, I prefer Plank King, but sure. Uh, Captain Alabaster, I will coordinate it with the Marquisians, and we will send the information to the Zohashians as well. Ah, well, if we are all in agreement, might I suggest do all your preparations tonight... And we kick off this little event in the morning. And everybody kind of nods and drifts away, leaving the six of you on the beach. Is there anything you'd like to do before we end tonight's session? At some point, die. Mara, I will We're say... At some point, Mara, I'll say you notice that Albin's form kind of lingers for a moment as Irene goes back with Captain Alabaster... Um, Alvin stays behind in his half-orc form. Uh, I know you're not all used to me looking like this, but it's a pretense I must keep up. Um, but I thought I'd linger and see what your thoughts are on this. Captain Alabaster already has given me... Okay, nice to meet you. Okay. Um, fire, it's me. It's Alvin. Mm -hmm. Nice to meet you. Because I don't know you. I'm meeting you now for the first time. Everybody's playing along. 
uh, for no reason. Oh, I get it. Okay, because everybody's already walked <laughs> off very well. Right. <laughs> well, anyways, what are your plans? What are your preparations in mind? You know what we're leaving? Only terrible ideas. That's all we got. Well, I have a gift for all of you. Um, I managed to spend a little bit of time on the journey practicing my alchemy expertise. I've managed to make two superior potions of healing for each of you. Oh, yay. Oh, thank you. So you each have two of those. In case of emergencies, you each have a greater invisibility potion as well. Now, do you know how long until we leave? Well, everybody else is already dispersing and making their way out. The question is, how are you all choosing to get to Darktoe? Do you want to come with us via ship? Do you prefer to go by land? What are your thoughts? The Crimson Mouse is going to set sail for the harbor entrance. Um, I want to sail on my ship one last time. You guys can do what you want this time. Well, did we want to go by land and... Attack the creature that way because isn't that how Oswald has to go? Didn't one of you guys get swallowed by a bird? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, Oswald, Majir, yeah, Oswald, Oswald, Majir, and Corfell do plan on tra- traveling with Pavu and the others in order to come oh, down okay. the cliffside into the lair. So, no matter what, those yeah. three have to go that way. So I, I wanted to go, you know, with Oswald. I didn't want to leave him. Yeah, I was thinking I would go by land as well to be, like, closer. That means I, was, I was thinking when it, it depends on how many want to Tobias, go. Tobias, you don't have to walk. You can stay on my shoulder the whole time. Is that why you think I don't want to go by land? No, I think you really want to go back on your ship. Oh, well. I'll just go say goodbye to it tonight, and then we'll go by land. But I ain't getting beaten by no damn bird. Go watch well, out. How, we'll so how are you traveling over land? All of the Plank King's people? All That's the Plank King's out. people have already begun to travel and disperse towards the very top and edge of Darktoe. Um his plan is to have groups of five and ten individuals do different activities to try to distract the creature. How long did it take us to get over there? Was it six hours? It, it took most of the day to get there. And we're attacking tomorrow morning or the following morning? Tomorrow, the seventh day, dawn. This is the sixth day. Tomorrow's the seventh day since you've okay. been on dark toe. I don't know why I thought it was the fifth day. Sorry. Um, okay. So... Does that sort of Hassie and Whiskey have any kind of abilities? We'd have I to take drink a swig it, of it. You take a swig of it, and you feel amazing. You feel a little bit wiser. You feel a little bit more resistant. You feel a little bit temporarily a little bit more healthier. <laughs> you get the feeling that this is meant for you and the entire group. Tomorrow morning. 
Well, I'll have a swig of this tomorrow morning. Okay. Do Is there a limit start? on how many uh, potions you can take at a time? Per nope. turn? Like, I can stack, like, invisibility, flying, like, just... Well, taking... I believe taking a potion would reveal your invisibility. So it's, I believe, I'm not sure. Well, is it a, is it a regular invisibility or greater invisibility? Uh, well, it's greater, so it wouldn't. So yeah, you'd be okay. The you could fly. The effect ends early if you cast or attack a spell. I don't see a potion That's of greater regular invisibility. invisibility. I know, but I don't Take see a potion of greater invisibility. It's basically a potion that has the effects of a greater invisibility spell. Same thing. Yeah. Which you are allowed to cast and attack with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I just went Giving your opponent's disadvantage when they attack you. Which is awesome. Not when they have like a plus 20 to hit you. <laughs> I mean, anything helps. It gives them more of a chance to get that nat one. It's going to be disintegrated. This can, can't, I guess we have a, we're skipping a, we're skipping next week, right? Why? Are we? Why? Or we're not, oh, I thought you were skipping all the games next week because of the holiday. No. This weekend. This weekend's 4th of July. Oh, okay. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm not running any games. I'm going to focus on... Monday, Tuesday, Friday, we'll be doing it. Do you know when 4th of July is, Ivar? Yeah. (laughs) It's on the 4th day of July. It's on the 4th day of July. (laughs) Which happens to be the coming Sunday. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) So next week will be a normal week, I can assure you. Okay. (laughs) Sweet. Right, so, so I guess. with that, all of you kind of break apart briefly, just enough to do your planning, do your prep, pack up your equipment, pack up your tentage. Um, everybody seems to kind of be in that kind of calm, kind of uh, before the storm kind of behavior activity. Um, at some point, Mara, you and Albin are by yourselves at the beach. You've already mm-hmm. packed up your equipment, and the two of you are watching as the boats. And at some point, you watch as a very mouthy Tobias gets into his tandem, makes his way out to the Crimson Mouse to say goodbye to it one last time. He's chastising his sailors already, you know, not doing this right, you're doing that sure. wrong, and kind of drifting off into the bay. Um, he stands there and looks at you and goes, Heck of a honeymoon, don't you think, dear? <laughs> something like that. I was well, really hoping for something a little more uh, calm. Unfortunately, I must burden you with a little bit more news. And this will be difficult. I think I understand Shulaman's plan. There's something in Darktoe he wants. So my agents have gotten back to me. And unfortunately, if he gets it, well, I don't know what he plans on doing with it. But it might have something to do with why the creature's here. It may even have something to do with, well, this other creature you call Tierling. I have spoken to the Master Librarian back in the Hall of Knowing. They've tracked where that coloring book has come from. 
We now know who originated that coloring book. Who's that? Well, it was Shulamon. Through his agency and through the service assembly, somehow, this has been the very beginning of the origins of everything. And I suspect all of these things are connected somehow. We have to kill that fucker. I'm not there. <laughs> That's some bitch. But well. here's the hard part. If whatever he seeks is the purpose of all of this, you need to be prepared to grab it and leave. This means you need to leave your friends behind. You need to leave everything. You must, if you see this object that he seeks, whatever it might be, it must be gotten out of there as fast as possible. The urgency that all of this information has come from, my dear, even places a hand on your arm. The gentleman himself has gotten involved. It's just not mere circumstance that the Zohasian Bright Queen sends the single most powerful vessel to get involved. There are gears and wheels turning here, much larger and faster than even I can seem to keep up with. I don't know how he's done it, but everything that the gentleman knows, it's as if he is standing here beside us all the time. The information that he's been getting, well... Getting it somehow, I just don't know how. But, know. know this. I will stand at your side no matter what. <laughs> we are the Ghost Order, and we have agreed to prevent any semblance of the calamity happening again. And this is our focus. This is our purpose as to why we devote ourselves we drink from the chalice, and we identify with who and what we are so that we can sacrifice everything to prevent the calamity happening again. Are we in agreement with this? Absolutely. Um, Fire actually overheard um, the Plank King mumbling about an orb. We believe that is what is being sought. And well, we've we known were... we've known about the Plank King's get out of jail free card. It's an orb of planar shift. Too small, I think. Unless I'll have to think on this. I mean, it's a single well, item that he probably left behind and he uses it to abandon the island whenever it's in trouble, which kind of makes sense as to why he might still be here. But how this we think creature... that is what we, we think that's what Scourge is looking for, or what he is being drawn to. Well, perhaps he's already found it. This is new thought for me, but good luck, dear. I will be on the ships. I'll be serving with the fleet. If need be, I can be called in, and I'll make my way to wherever you are. Know this to be truth. But well, I, I don't. I don't have a good way to uh, to flee. I can't teleport or anything like that. So if I need to run, I'll need a ship. What we all. 
They're not there. <laughs> I love it when she met. Oh, I love it when fire met us. It's so cool. She tries so hard. <laughs> and with that, the two of you take a moment to embrace. He goes his way. And you're the only witness to a returning Tobias who is just beaming with a smile as he is seeing the full upgrade and all of the changes that have been made to his ship. And all of you drift off in different directions until you meet up again at the campsite. And all of you begin to march towards the capital town of Darktoe. And that's where we're going to finish tonight. And next week, kick off the beginnings (laughs) of dealing with the Hydra Scourge. But here's the good news. Leaving the camp was a milestone. Everybody is now a level higher. (gasps) So level up, people. Shall we roll Uh, a hit die? Go for it. Let's roll them hit points. Roll that beautiful. All right. Hit die. Who's feeling lucky? Yes, who's feeling lucky? Come on, speak to me, Dice. Speak to me. <laughs> Nine! Nice. I, 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 I can't Remember, get you re roll ones. So oh, once. Okay. Yeah, you re roll ones. I just, gotta roll, I just rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I got a two. Oh, I have 154 I hit points. Come on, baby. Yeah, you're going to need them. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got a oh, seven. I got a new brand. <clears throat> What's my new brand do? I got a seven. I got a seven. Okay, I'm going to... You're okay with me choosing my Pistolero, right? Yeah, if you want to. All right. I'm just asking. Oh, my God. If I brand a creature, they take a shit more damage. Shit ton more damage. And they can't teleport. If they teleport, they take more damage and have to make a wisdom saving throw. Am I playing shift? Nope. I also can't dash for some reason, but <laughs> less important. All right, folks. So we're going to level up. We will be here next week. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you all next week. As I always say, stay safe, be kind, play a game. Good night, everybody. Night. 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 <laughs>